2: Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd If he says potato salad or swear to God Those expressions are a joke, a laugh, a goof If Todd needs the truth, he says truth and on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts and before his get started. The intros are recorded on the phone, so don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association. voted in the Todd's show number one. So
1: welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Well,
2: well, well. Mm-hmm. Today, my guest was Daniel Kino. Now, if you're a regular listening to the show, uh, you know Daniel Kino. He's, if you don't, though, he's been my friend for a long time. Uh, did stand-up together a lot and just very close. Practically, like, you know, when someone's not a brother, but they're your brother. So, uh, he's the guest. So we have Good talk. I don't remember everything we talked about. That always makes me nervous. But we had honest talk. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It was really a lot of fun. So that's it. I, I reveal something in today's show. Truth. Two reveals. Two good reveals. Well, one is an honest reveal. And the other one is a, f- a fun reveal. What? One is sort of where the, our show found a new home. Um, there you go. All on the Todd Glass show today. You're not going to want to miss it. Okay. It's a recording. Do you need to? I'm leaving this in, I'm not editing. That's what you did You went and you pressed the recorder I did for me as a favor And then the mini did it. Okay Because you thought Oh we'll nip it up in the beginning We ain't nipping no, no, shit edits. up This is the cold opening This is just before This the is show the new starts. normal This is the
1: It's a fireside show
2: With Daniel Kino Daniel Kino everybody uh, He's engaged No He, he got married. married Oh shut the fuck up I can't believe it. <laughs> no, I know. You truth. Know. I changed to George Carlin. The truth. Okay. Change it to truth. I, I, in a moment, I just But of course, I know. I saw the of pictures. Course, of and course. And you did a celebration of your uh, marriage, of the of the marriage. Where at? We. We'll boring. <laughs> no, seriously. Where at? In uh, I know it was. I'll tell you. I will get to that. I don't. Oh, mean. you know what? I, okay, I'll trust you, but I have questions. Like I, I really admire talk about a tease. This is oh. what they used to do in the old days of radio. <laughs> uh, I have questions for you, and I and I'll tell you right now. I give you high praise. You did a great job. Oh, thank you. You get it. You get it. I saw the pictures. I saw two people not wearing masks. Didn't seem like anybody was on top of it. <laughs> but other than that, uh, but but we'll talk about that. Yes, you promise. You, you know what? I'm glad we're going to get to that because there's a few things. Like I like you know what it is like a lot of times I don't have a a list especially lately but today I do I have a f- two things or three that I want to talk about and then we just go free fall but I don't okay. want to forget to say um, that we are outside in the in the new space there's a fire to our right and uh, we're keeping a good distance we are we are I know how far apart we are once we take off our masks we sit down we're eleven feet apart and we're outside because there's an overhang and some trees around It's just. It's just it, not that I don't mind being outside, but I, there is some intimacy of being inside that's nice, and uh, mm-hmm. and we have it. And I leave it set up, and I don't have to come back to it and redo the wires every week. You know, so it's just like this a second setup, and uh, still taking care of the first setup and making that better and better. But uh, Daniel, uh, obviously, the place looks beautiful. Thank you. Dad. I try to, you know, it's fun to have people coming over because you get excited to make it, you know, you light a few extra torches, you know. Mm-hmm. You, I try to, try to turn. Are those lights new? No, they've been here for a little while. Those are great. Someone bought those for me and, you know, and they got me the really good ones. I think I would have been a little too cheap because, you know, you see like. You know, these are the ones like they're mm-hmm. the the Christmas lights, but they're heavy duty. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that, it, th- those re- are not
3: Christmas lights. Those are like. The... But
2: that that's what they're sort of called. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was a great gift. It was a it was a great gift, and it changed the whole. Also, it brought the middle of the yard. It gave it like a roof without giving it a roof. Like over that table now, with those lights going back and forth, mm-hmm. it creates a little intimacy in the middle of the yard. I love it. Anyway, all right. Thank you. And I appreciate that you always come in, and you know, you're not somebody that. You know you're gonna uh, go out of your way to do all this ambiance, and then they just walk in. <laughs> you know, do you have a beer, like that? Rory Scovel ugh, makes me sick to my goddamn stomach. Ugh, ugh. So anyway, uh-huh. so um, but I want to say how glad I am to have you here, not only to, on the podcast, but just as a friend. And getting we haven't seen up. each other in a long time. We haven't. So, uh, so there we go. Now I'm gonna hold on, Todd. Stop. Stop. Have been. Last week we had a doozy of a question. Would you want to know what the people that love you, people that love you, and they'd even accept this one thing? They know you accept them and they're fine with you just the way you are. But if there was one thing from people that love you, the four that you pick. So Mm -hmm. these are people. Would you want to know what it was? What, and, like what their what it, pet peeve about me? Me? Mine? I guessed last week. Rory guessed what his was. Like he, I, and, I, and I pointed out I could be delusional. I could be saying this one thing and then it's something else. And I, have, I But I think my guess could be close. Um, but anyway, that's not the point of the show. So later, talk about a tease. We're already <laughs> going to find out about your wedding. Now we're going to find out, would you want to know? Would Daniel Kino want to know? Uh huh. Uh, what? But what? Well pe- Wouldn't you? You, what, you? You say you? I'd didn't be scared. Know? I'd be scared. But yes, I'd ultimately want to know because if it's people that love you and you pick the four people, and then it's like it's it it would it would be the same thing from four four them, not different you, like opinions from No, 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 four no. no that's not what it's about. That that turns into a shit <laughs> festival. All I need. That's why I said, you want to hear something, how much we think alike? I go, I would if it's filtered by a therapist. I don't need one (laughs) lunatic in there. He shouldn't be square about the atmosphere as much. Uh I didn't ask about that. That I'm fine with, all right? That's who I am, and I'm consistent with it. And you didn't need the, that's what you're, no. It has to be that, yes, there's a consensus, and they all agree that that's the thing. And uh, even even that they'll accept you for that. Do you want to know? Some people go, I know what it is. I run late. But, yeah, I know. But do you want to know how it affects people? <laughs> I know you know it. But do you want to know how it affects people? Anyway. So, anyway, later in the show today. Oh, we just got a whole fucking. Uh-huh. This is a packed show. I'm learning how to do this thing a lot better. Uh-huh. I, I know how to get people juiced up. So, later, let's find out. Does Daniel Kino want to <laughs> know the truth? No. I don't know. No. <laughs> Does he? I mean, we don't know. So that's the point. Coming up later tonight, we'll ask Daniel those questions. We'll be like, Daniel, do you you know, honestly, no bullshit? Do you want to know the truth? I'll. Many to... people would say I'm
3: I'm I'm too responsive over text. <laughs> ah, sorry. No, that was close.
2: <laughs> I don't. You had that ready. <laughs> I was ready for something. <laughs> I was getting it ready for something like that, and then you came right in. <laughs> and then I thought, don't do the sound effects. Let this outdoor potty pat, podcast be its own thing. But yeah, how can you resist that? But uh, my instincts are great. usually right. <laughs> well, they're right most of the time. <laughs> I've made right choices. <laughs> I was right once. Twice, actually. Oh, uh, no, <laughs> Once if you don't count the time I lied. Okay. So there you go. So back to you. That's an old trick Are you're doing. Uh-huh. It wasn't about you before. You're like, oh, it's still about me. Uh-huh. Um, So... Uh, and I just want to let a lot of people know this, this podcast, if you're a your new listener, we're just getting ready for a big podcast. This is like you're listening to the dress rehearsal mm-hmm. for the last seven years. I know a lot of people get confused about that. They're like, <laughs> No, this is like if you went in and your favorite music artist, you get to watch them go in early at Madison Square Garden to rehearse. Like a 100 lucky people get to watch whoever your favorite artist is in Madison Square Garden rehearse. They're, you know They're going to be there at three and it's like, shut the fuck up.
3: That's what this is.
2: And then you go there. Well, I want to show you who you are if you come, uh, you know, criticizing. Because we're joining a new network. And people are going to be first-time listeners. And I don't know what goddamn show to, to, excuse my language, to get them to listen to. But I will tell you this. This is just getting ready. And I think that it's fair to a listener to tell them that because then they judge it differently. Yeah, you don't want to be the person that gets to watch your favorite artist at Madison Square Garden rehearse literally at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. No bullshit. And... Uh, you'd go. Wow, they hit, didn't hit that note on that one. You'd be like, "Oh, you. This is not the energy you want in the room." Right. So this is just a dress rehearsal. We're getting ready for a very, very big podcast, and that's what we're doing right now. Is so that tonight? No, this is a rehe- This is more rehearsal. Oh, okay. I gotta get good. I gotta learn to listen. I gotta learn to talk more sometimes. <laughs> Some guests, you gotta talk more. <laughs> okay. So tell let me, me about the new network. Oh, so. There's a company, you know, you're still learning all the, like, the, there's, a you know, a, one thing, and then within that, there's another. So there's a, there's a, there's a, there are, I would guess they, uh, I don't know what their actual title is, but it's ART19, 19, A-R-T-19. 19. I love the name. And they're very good at getting advertising, one of the many things. But, you know, that's what became attractive. And to be honest, Jimmy Pardo was going there, and that gave me just a tremendous amount of trust. Mm-hmm. That's really what it was. It was Jimmy Pardo. And then when I talked to the guy, he seemed really cool. And then the woman that helped me on the phone. And um, Aristotle's still with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, thank God. He's great. Thank nature. Thank nature. He's still, he's just going to p- put them somewhere else. But no, still got Aristotle. Oh, I really don't want to lose Aristotle. That's why I don't make too many edits. And that's why I don't, be a, don't be a big mouth tonight after you've had a few of your drinks mm-hmm. and, and toss out someone's name like in the old days. Oh, Aristotle, edit that out. Nope. Not happening. Not happening. So, I want to say that. So it's called Art Nineteen is the company, but then the five like, they, they'll 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 have other people that they'll uh, produce their podcast. But within that, there's a, a company called Mystic Candy. No, no, Misfit Candy. Mi- I should know the goddamn name. God, if Jimmy Pardo heard this, he would just annihilate me. So should I? Is this an edit? Uh oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> he won't. It, there's. I think it's. Look, you get the gist of it. It's called Misfit Candy. or mi- That sounds plausible. Ca- mi- uh, mis- I really do want to look. Do you think I should look? Why not? You do. I right? take my time. What is it called? Hold on. Uh, do I have Jimmy Pardo in Oh, here it is. Okay, here we go. Zoom. Okay. Oh, Misfit Toys. Okay. Misfit Toys and in so for that that'll be like within art 19 Mm -hmm. uh within that will be one sort of you know trying to keep podcasts a lot of cross promotion and you you don't have to talk about even their show you can talk about them and a story you have about them but sharing the love which me and gary goldman started doing two years ago on the road i always mention him on the road he always mentions me and we're like yeah well you know say hey he's coming into your town so we try to and the same thing with this Mm-hmm. So to, to start, it's uh, Jen Kirkman, um, Jimmy Pardo. Well, mm-hmm. he started it. Jimmy Pardo. Well,
3: oh, it's his company. Uh, he's you know, involved. I don't even know the
2: term. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if he's involved. He just started a, a co- you know, a group of comedians mm-hmm. within the, under their umbrella. Okay. You know, uh, so uh, and uh, and he just wanted it. I know one of the things that they talked about a lot was like, you know. Um, the, the sharing, sharing, just like me and Gary Goldman, just sharing the love, like you know, talking about somebody and cross promoting. If somebody's got something cool coming on, we all I was like, yeah, that's that's a no brainer because that stuff can be fun to do. It's content. When you whatever you have to talk about, you can make fun. Mm-hmm. So why not throw some love other some other podcasters' ways, you know? So, um, and then just a group that's so it's me, Jen Kirkman, Doug Benson, and Mike. Uh, you know, I hope I know Mike Schmidt. But I always think I say his last name wrong. He's the forty-year-old, uh, forty-year-old boy, and uh, he's had that podcast for a long time, and uh, so that's the start of it. That's, that's a that's, good.
3: That's a good roster.
2: Yeah. So and hopefully it'll get more uh, cooler and and, and 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 whatever it needs to be to be mm-hmm. artistically a fun place to all gather people from all over the place, all you know everything. I think that's what it'll grow to be. Just a good. You know, overwhelmingly, I, I have to say, like, not, not spewing any hate, how, not spewing you, any hate and misinformation. Like, you it, can,
3: go ahead. How does it affect you, like a change from one company to another and then doesn't, you know, you move to another company. How does that affect you
2: and your show? In you know, terms it really of, doesn't. It doesn't. It really you you doesn't. do the show.
3: It's just a matter of an email you send it to.
2: Well, maybe when I know we're going over there, like I always think, like what show would someone listen to? So sometimes I decide to make a show. Okay, this is your first time. Like we're gonna walk you through it. Just stay with me, you know. Uh, But 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 mainly no, we just go over. And the other thing I like is that uh, that they will have realistic advertising. You know, if you advertise things, people that that are appropriate, and this is supposedly what they're very good at. And look. I always say this to defend advertisers. The problem in the old days of radio wasn't this. The problem, what sucked about radio, wasn't that when the ad came on, you had to press something six times to get it to pass it. No! You wish you could fucking do that. Radio, the ads were forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever ever with talk radio if you like talk radio. They went on forever. And then the host would sell you stuff when he came back. Oh, and then he came back and you thought, no, now... Maybe the product's for you. Maybe they make the ads funny so people listen to them. But if you don't, it's not your thing. You just press something. You skip, 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 skip. But you don't have to skip past it angrily. Just skip past it like, "Eh, this isn't for me. I don't need to hear it. And that's it with love. Because they, you know, dropping in, uh, uh, having someone pay the bills and being able to buy things without having to do anything different to your craft, that's the goal. Yeah. That's the goal, so. And, and in all fairness, to, I only said no to two ads over all the Ooh, years. what well, were they? No, it was just that I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. It's not my world. It was something to do with computers, and I, like, uh, I modem. I heard modem. I went, nah, I don't. <laughs> uh, not a modem, but, you know, I'm exaggerating a little bit. Something like that. I was like, uh, I can't, you know. Yeah. So, even, you know, so anyway, there's that. So, that's all I wanted to say, and, uh, you know, it's time to uh, start the show. Anyway, so, hi. And I, oh, can I just get this out of the way? That way I say I did it? Yeah. And then we're going to just throw away this paper? No, I have something else. I got something else. Um, so, how's Lauren? <sighs> <laughs> She's great. When you She's great. Okay, so your wedding. Let's talk about your wedding. So you rented a bed and breakfast. We rent an
3: Airbnb. Airbnb. So basically, our, our plans for original plans for the wedding got scrapped mm-hmm. because of um, the pandemic. So we decided, um, she's from Missouri, I'm, my, my family lives here, so we just decided to get eloped, and then we drove to Missouri, had a ceremony there, and then we drove back and had a ceremony here right. that was just for our families. And um, it was fun. It was great. I'm glad you know I'm glad we didn't postpone or sort of try to wait, uh, you know,
2: because we've been together for a long time. right. And you, you didn't you say something you also were trying to I don't even know if that's something you want to talk about, instead of spending the money on a wedding and having one big party, just have some, you know, acknowledge it with a party, but like yeah. save the money and, and buy a house. Yeah, do do something and then more have a hundred parties and then yeah. have a hundred parties, exactly, yeah, exactly. Um yeah, it's it worked out. I'm mean, uh it worked out well. Good. And uh so I saw the pictures, you went and you went and bought like they had a really cool backyard. You went and bought Christmas lights. No, we,
3: I bought lights exactly Did like you return that them?
2: at Home Depot and the owners
3: this is kind of a funny uh thing. Lauren is she she's like very different from me. Like when we 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 set it up, I strung them out in the backyard. And afterwards, I was going to return them. But then the owners of the house loved it so much that they said, hey, you don't have to take them down. You should just leave them if you want to. I was like, well, what do you mean? Like, I was like, I'm going to ask them to pay me for them. Yeah, or she give goes, you no, half. just leave him. <laughs> oh, know? she. No, yeah, no. So, so we ended s- up leaving them. Oh, you did. Well, yeah. that's nice too. It was. It was. You said they were nice to you, right? They were so nice. We we got a great place. And your I Feel energy. like the story
2: is not funny. Ch- it doesn't have to be funny. Uh-huh. Let me tell you something seriously. It doesn't have to be funny. No. So what
3: else happened? So you know, it was very touching. Her, um, her, a lot of her family were there, you know. Um, her great aunt had to be weir- like brought out from the hospital because she, like, we really didn't know if she was gonna make it. And you know, just to have her there, oh. it was so touching. Oh. I could tell. And Is that, but everybody got had a good time. Everybody had a good time, you know. It's, it, it was, it was very about important the,
2: for. They for said us the hors d'oeuvres. To do. What about the hors d'oeuvres? <laughs> The hors d'oeuvres
3: were probably
2: the best part of the whole Great. experience. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna let you out of this bit. <laughs> um, so you, but, but you had it really looked good outside. Like people were dressed nice, and and um the, the tables all had tablecloths to the ground.
3: We, and, and we and we put the, we, sp- we spread the tables out. That's why we rented a house with a ba- big backyard. Yeah, yeah. Everybody so there was, everybody, was enough for a
2: little a lot of a lot of little groups. Yeah. And then you know what. The good thing about that is, once you're sitting down, I, I always remind people that here it is weird when you come over and we can't hug, and you. But once we're sitting down, even 11 feet apart, even whatever it was, if it was 12, if you were comfortable with that, to take your mask off outside, it gets crazy normal. The darker mm-hmm. it is, the better. Mm-hmm. Candle in the middle, but it feels normal as fuck. Uh, you know, so yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You you had the backyard set up nice. And what did you have for food? We uh, had wow, it, that Italian sounds trashy,
3: who? It was it was Italian food. It was great. Yeah, it was terrific. Um, and and relatively, um, how many people came? We had about 400.
2: All right, I have it the was guy. a super spreader <laughs> event. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. How many um, people? No, it was, it was Don't about lie. 25. Don't try 25. to. Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah.
3: Wow. But you got to you got to keep in mind this is Missouri. Like Why you know Does that how, seem more there? You know how Where people we, we had people the, we had these little cards on
2: each table. You like my joke when but, I said the people seem you said it's 25 but it's Missouri. Like, so it seems like a lot more it seems people seems like 50 people there. Anyway, continue. And there were like these
3: advice cards that there were on every table for people to write advice for us. Mm-hmm. And Lauren has a lot of Missouri cops in her family. <laughs> and literally on one of the cards somebody wrote, "Make America great again."
2: <laughs> oh no, were they
3: joking <laughs> yes, but but he wasn't joking, but he was joking that he did that, but um, I loved it it was it was great I got to hang out with um a ton of people I normally would never get to talk to.
2: Can I ask you a question the uh, oh, can I tell you
3: one one thing really quick yeah uh, you can tell me one two of her things. uncles hey. Whew, You Uh tell
2: me two things really slow. No, I'm kidding around quick. (laughs) One of our uncles
3: is a cop, right? And uh, we were talking at one point and, you know, I was sort of like asking him questions about just, you know, the the topic got to the current situation with the police and protests. And he goes and he says to me, you know, I feel like uh, a lot of liberals. You guys don't know that the cops shoot way more white people than they do black people. I'm like. Yeah, I hope so. What the fuck? Black He's, people are only like ten, fifteen percent of the population. It this be, guy's just playing with numbers. He was just like, like, yeah. Wow. Basically,
2: trying to. You know, I um. Hold on. Would you? Oh, when, when it, when it came, oh um, as far as um. We don't have to get into this topic. Well, I I, 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 you know, it's funny. I just saw a guy who was an ex-Baltimore cop. Really interesting guy. And he talks very openly about, here, here's what I, w- I will say about the, that frustrates me a little. I think it's funny when you know you know. The people that are never in the, in the sh- in the, on the side of going in the new direction, I wish they'd just be more honest about it because they always try to find reasons they have with it, which aren't consistent. Mm-hmm. When you make up reasons, everybody knows what, a, what someone who hides a drug addiction looks like. You make up reasons to fit something you don't want to stop doing. So therefore, there starts to be no consistency. Understand, like if you say, yeah, well, because you can't, like, if you with gay marriage, if you can't go, well, to be honest, you gays together grosses me out, two women together grosses me out. So you feel you can't say that, which you're gonna get shit for it, but at least you'd be brave and honest. So you make up reasons. Well, the marriage is between them, it's like a lot of people they make up reasons because of the truth. I see what you're saying, yeah, they're afraid to say it. So, um, what, what are we talking about? The
3: uh, police, um, yeah. It's people that try to make up excuses for the police thing, police protests. You were saying something about people who don't tell you exactly why they oppose it, but they try to make up excuses. And
2: Oh, no, I'm not giving up on this. You talked me through this because I had a good point. I did. It was about something about this, uh, uh, the... um. Oh, that when they go, there's no good cops. Look, oh. if you ask me, they're going to know, yes, of course there is. And look, I've done a lot of police ride-alongs. Does it make me have a voice of authority? Yeah, I think it does. I've done two, three hundred ride-alongs in my life. Mm-hmm. I, they talked openly in front of me. Mm-hmm. They said things in front of me before I knew that they were wrong, that they would confide in me, In that later I went, oh, my God, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. I was telling that story like it was funny. It's horrible. <laughs> What they did or how they got information out of somebody or that they look for probable cause after they get out of the car. Uh That's why sometimes they'll write a ticket for a license plate frame, even though they don't really give a shit, because then when they use it as an excuse to pull someone over and a lawyer goes, when's the last time you pulled someone over for not having a light on their license plate or something Mm -hmm. minuscule? You can go, I actually do. Mm-hmm. So you pull over some other poor schmuck just mm-hmm. to get yourself some, yeah, I don't only use it to pull over, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Estab- pull over black a, people. Establish a
3: consistent pattern. Yeah, hate. that, oh,
2: sure, I've done it before, even if it's once or twice, even if it's, you know, 200 for uh, one group of people, but four for the others, it still is enough for people that want to believe that, you know? So, um, I'll be I'll be done in a second here. Um,
3: so, uh you know there was a study done, I think at Harvard, maybe Stanford, where where they listened to hundreds and hundreds of voice recordings of police interacting with people they pull over. And they f- and eventually they got like these researchers or it could have been AI that was figuring it out, but eventually they they figured out enough pattern. They didn't need to know who the cop was talking to. They could tell what color their skin was, the person that the cop was talking to, just by what the cop was saying. Like, they didn't even right. have to, like... like uh, Just by u- the tone. The tone, the use of words dude or bro, you as opposed what? to sir or ma'am. Right. And, like, first name, as opposed to, like, Mr. Because, and Mrs.
2: Okay. Oh, I so desperately want to remember this, because I want to talk about this cop that I saw, I did hear on Joe Rogan show, and I thought... You know, because I'm not really thrilled with Joe Rogan lately. You know, I don't want to mention it. But, you know, he this was a good interview. It was a great interview. So I mm-hmm. want to go there, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to back up a little to the uh, police. Mm-hmm. Um, what were you just talking about? Police.
3: Police brutality. Police uh, talking to people. They pull over. The oh, ur- oh,
2: that with, oh. Thank God I remembered this. I'm sorry for putting you all through this. That... The problem when I said it's it has to be one or all like you have to when there's when there's racist homophobic people or when there's you know gay. What, you know, uh, mm-hmm. prejudiced people or when there's black, homophobic people. It's one, it's all or nothing. And the problem with understanding and having empathy all around is that a good example can come to defend you, but you don't like it because it includes another group. And I'll tell you why all cops are bad. Not that there aren't a small percentage of cops that are fucking good. I know there are. I've met them. And they have empathy. And when you have empathy and a gun and a ram on the head of your car and a taser and a flashlight, you literally get a ram on your car. You can ram into people. Here's a gun, here's a rifle, here's a taser, here's a billy club. Boy, it's nice to know that someone that has all that has empathy. Mm-hmm. It can fucking, you can actually do a lot of good. So yes, there, but the reason you have to say there's no good cops, there's, a, there's fucking, people are getting, it's out of fucking control, and they don't have time to go, I know, you just got to go in strong. And, and basically, there's no good cops. Here's when it gets bad. When, 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 when some would like to hear me say this, But then there's a group of people that if you're religious, and I went, yeah, they're bad, like all churches are bad. And they're like, why, wait a second? Well, I I, I always said that, there's good churches and bad churches not really, because they don't rat each other out. Yeah, there might have been a church that never partake in any of the evils or the molestation, but even by what they taught legally, let alone the molestation. So let's forget about what they taught legally that is now horrible and cruel, uh, but let's just forget what they, they did. Was it on paper, but they did it. Was there any churches that didn't take partake in sexual molestation? Of course there were, but they didn't rat out the others. There's no famous cases of churches ratting each other out. The churches didn't blow the Lid off of what was going on within the church they got caught they're still holding on and that's why there's no good churches that's mm-hmm. why because it's like all right what are we gonna do here you want to you want to you want to what do you call it mince what's that word you want to mince, mince mince words mince words you want to like so the same thing with the cops what it's basically saying is yes for the good cops what you would have to do to be good is start talking okay here's the last of it if you want to understand exactly what goes on, clear or more than you ever have before. I don't even think you have to agree with everything this guy says. But let me tell you something. He talks from his heart. He's honest. He made the mistakes. He was a former Marine. If you want to understand how it all goes down, watch his interviews on Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. It is so clean. He is so – you just hear it and you go, it makes sense. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. And it's just you have to not want to change your opinion if you hear that and don't go, oh, I understand. Even for people like me that already understood, now I really understand. After watching two times on that show and listening to him. And uh, I I think it's easy to find. His name is, uh, wow, I forget his name. Well, I certainly don't think. Michael L. Wood.
3: So I'm saying all cops are bad, end of story, is not going to get any, 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 you know, traction in terms of actual change and making a difference. I think understanding each other's plight is the first step. But I, this is m- my take on it is even if, you take, even if you take race out of it, like I think there's somewhat of a problem when five police officers cannot detain one person without shooting them. Like that's that's a weird like that 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 it's sort of gotten to the point that that is the first uh uh action taken so many times like there's a can, problem can i tell you don't you, have to believe there's systematic racism in America, but you have to believe you have to see that there's a problem
2: you you're gonna like what I'm saying, and I hope you that we love each other, you know me that doesn't necessarily. Answer or switch people's opinion that disagree because they have a topical answer for that Just do what the cop says or I don't you know that so you have to go further back and that's what this guy does He explains it to go. No, this is what happens. It makes sense. He was a cop. He made the mistakes He, he says it he goes. I just looked. I don't know the first time I saw the way he tells it he goes, you know I caught a guy on a foot pursuit and um and he goes, and the, other, and, I got, and the other guy couldn't catch up with him. He goes, I got him around the corner. I tackled him to the ground, and I handcuffed him. This guy comes over and just wails a fucking foot in his face, swells up like, like crazy right away. He goes, now, does it suck to lose a foot pursuit? Yeah, it pisses you the fuck off. But mm-hmm. he goes, then, I don't know. He goes, I'm a young cop. I uncuff him. I don't want anything to do with it. And I go, he's yours. And he said something very interesting when he got put on the nice side of town. He goes, well, you can't arrest these people for jaywalking. You can't arrest these people because that could be the governor's son. That could be, you know, now, if, granted, if they're if they're stealing a car. Yes. But pe- the petty things that they go. And he goes, so what do you do? You go to one town over because you got to write tickets. You got to get people. You got you to there is a quota, even if there's not a quota. He goes, so you go over there. And you, you arrest them for petty things. So the, so the stats are way the fuck off mm-hmm. of probably those same things that I would find on someone when I went into the bad area a little way over would be the same exact if I was always, pull, always doing it with white kids. And, and he tells it a lot better than I do. But it's very clean. It's very precise. And it makes sense. You, I'm telling you, and it, maybe it's, it sounds like I'm being a dick, but if you don't hear that and go, oh, okay... Oh, now I really get it. I really get it. It's, it's you know, it's. And uh, he says, you know, re- they act out of fear. He goes, that's why I think that I was better being able to get where I'm at today. He goes, I'm better because I didn't react out of fear. I was in the I was in the Marines. And so this was not necessarily mm-hmm. as scary to me. So I was never reacting out of fear. A lot of them do. And a lot of them do. He goes, look, if you have someone that's scared, and look, let's face it, he goes, I'm not he did he said I'm not making he said something I'm not making light of that like you know hey I'm I'm about being scared he goes but if you're scared and you're a jittery person and you get a badge and a gun and a billy club you're yes. still gonna be scared yes and it's not a good thing to be scared yes. and if we and the less we know about other people the more scared we yes. are yes it's not a good place to be scared yes and can you be safe and can you protect yourself it's it's like one of those he said of false arguments you go well you got to protect yourself yeah you do but not like you know over protect yourself mm-hmm. just like hey so what if a few other people take a bullet i'm not dying mm-hmm. well part of your job that makes it heroic heroic is that you take a chance that you might because you make smart exactly. fucking decisions when your life is on the goddamn line if you can just go boom 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 not so scary yes,
3: you're not such a hero yes 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 you're so right yes that's
2: that's that's great. Yes. So go listen to this guy. It's great. Okay. All right. And, and you know what? Would you ever get married? You watch your mouth. Would I ever get married? Um well I can talk about two things, you know, Daniel. Uh, uh-huh. would I ever I didn't, um you know because you just got married obviously, you know, you don't want to make it look like that. But you get it. Like if I was going to get married, I'd do it like you. Um but would no, you want to? No. All I would want to No. No. I feel like it puts too much pressure on now this, this thing that starts, even though, you know, and uh-huh. um, so... But if I had a lot of money, you know, like, let's say to throw... I would just throw a Christmas party or a holiday uh-huh. party or something. But, uh, but if I wanted to acknowledge it, um, I don't think so. Would you have done it if Lauren didn't want to do it? Um, I don't know.
3: I don't know. I mean... Um, I didn't want to, I've n- never really thought about it like that hard until I met Lauren, but, um, it, you know, me, like I've always sort of thought, I get, I get what you're saying. Like, why, why does that, that need to be, you know, a, a step in a, uh, you know, evolution of love? It could just love can just evolve and your relationship can grow in whatever way you want it to. Um. But, but I'm glad I did it because now if I want to break up, there's like paperwork to fill out, and stuff. <laughs> so it makes you really what did, reevaluate what you want to fight about.
2: Did you ever, <laughs> did you ever ask Lauren like, because, because I really do try to respect it. You know, I'm so opinionated when it comes to social issues. Uh-huh. Like I say, <coughs> you know, I'll, you can like a different slice of pizza than me. I'm, I'm okay with that. We don't have to go. New York sucks, yeah. and the same thing with this. Like. I would say you shouldn't do things out of your budget because it tends to start the marriage with a lie that you think you're going to stop. Oh, no, we're going to start it with the biggest lie, financial lie. Uh And (laughs) then what's going to happen after that? No, And then we're going to go on vacation we can't afford. (laughs) And and then we're going to start having an honest relationship. I know that sounds crazy. No, no, no. Just because you say I know that sounds crazy doesn't mean it doesn't sound crazy. So if you think it sounds crazy, stop right there and don't do it. No, we're going to start with two lies and then we're going to live a healthy, honest life. We just have a horrible first start lie with money and then it doesn't leak into any other parts of our life <laughs> at all. Trust me. Just let me watch you, watch and look. So, and by the way, if you've done it, that's all right. We've all done things we wouldn't do over. If you did it that way and you're like, you know what, that's okay. That's what it's about. That's why you grow in life, you change. Or if you want it and you can afford it, totally different thing. Then we'd all just have the different type of ways we would do it. What if the cops come over and shoot me in the head? Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh my, god, they, oh my they, god. My house is burning to the ground. They go, listen up, punk. Uh, <laughs> we heard your podcast. Yeah, but heard, it's not even yeah. out Wait, yet. It's <laughs> not even out yet. Yeah, your neighbors phoned it in. You should run that big fan. So um uh, so yeah, yeah. So so it's just. Uh, but what's well, the to, other thing you want to talk about? Well, I, I had some, oh so the other thing I wanted to talk about. Look, you know, like everything, I'll just start talking and then it'll come out. Yep. I wanted to be honest with the people that listen to the show. You already know because it just feels better. It's it's disingenuous and and uh, and I'll tell you the story. Uh, but Vinny and I, uh, my girlfriend's brother, uh, we broke up, and I. I thought about, like, you know, what I would share with everybody, and that is... Because, you know, you hear him in there all the time. I don't want it to be... I could have gotten away for another six months not really talking about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because people come and go sometimes in the podcast, but you know everyone that comes and goes. Like, you know, people from the past, but they're all in our lives. There's everybody that was a part of the podcast is, you know, we're still on good terms with. We still... Mm -hmm. And uh, so... So, uh, so I didn't want this one to just sort of drift into like, oh, wait, well, yeah, I haven't heard him mention his girlfriend's brother in a while. And so the, the short version of it is, look, I don't want to make it sound like it's so good that it wasn't sad. It was sad. We, we, we both agreed on this thing and realized that we were going to have, we were going to uh, break up the same way we had our relationship, perfectly. Um, look, so I'm not playing with words. If someone goes to only a perfect relationship, does not end? Then no, if that's the standards. But if you think, what did you do? while well, you together? How much joy did you have together? How much, um, you know, how often was it good? And it was overwhelmingly amazing. And then because of, and, and on, on topically, if you, you, if you were eavesdropping, it was good to the last day. We were laughing and having a fucking great time. It was, it was a little more complex than that. And we both agreed. He brought it up, but I totally agreed. I said, listen, the decision I want to, to you to make is that I will not be angry at you. We didn't, you didn't do anything wrong. I'm not acting like a superhero. I said, I'll be sad. I'll be sad. But I won't be angry at you at all. We'll be friends forever. Forever. I go, you hear me talk about my ex? and uh and yeah the last day was rough you know because you knew but you know what once he got in the car and he was an hour and a half out of l.a and we started talking on the phone it sort of reverted to like the long distance relationship Mm -hmm. and uh and then a friendship will you know take its course well i think the fact that you guys were friends first
3: was sort of you know you you connected on, on another uh, level On another level Yeah Before uh, anything else So I think That's a foundation mm-hmm.
2: That you'll always be able to So that's build basically on. the truth Alright listen I What happened Whoa oh, oh. I, You know me I always say how golden retrievers Are so cute uh-huh. Uh huh So anyway that, that, That's the story And um I know he's probably Gonna listen to this Oh look at him I wonder what he said and, oh, yeah, I can go a little fur- further. So now it's three weeks later. And uh, because of the circumstances, look, I'm not saying, hey, whenever you break up with someone, it should be just like me. And No, sometimes because of the circumstances, you can't do this. But what I wanted to say was that there would be a lot of people that should be doing this that aren't. That things nobody did anything wrong. It's just get, you know, and, and um, but. Strive towards it But I don't want to say In a delusional way You know Depending on everybody's Individual relationship Some people can't even Get in touch Maybe the, If there were lies Or deception Or mistruths That's a different that, There's all different But when you can When you can Try to Because it's so much better To, to have it Drift off into that And it's such a better feeling And uh, So There you go um, Well, There you go I'm I'm I hope this is
3: okay to say, but I'm happy for the two of you that you didn't because, you know, sometimes people will stay in too long and then it ruins the initial friendship that was there. And um, it sounds like you guys are very emotionally intelligent people. (laughs) Oh,
2: John. John said he was going to sit in tonight's show and not make a peep. <laughs> you see, that was you gross. said you weren't going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, John Brown Wagner. I can't believe you. That was disgusting. So um, yeah, so um, thank you. And yeah, yeah, it didn't. It was like, you know, the reason I, I like tell people that I go, I want them to know, like, if they were a fly on the wall. That's the phrase I use. You know, if you were a fly on the wall, right to the very end, you'd be like, they're getting along great. Because we did you know, we don't wait. Mm-hmm. We don't wait. Mm-hmm. And uh, two years or a year, you know. So, um, but, you know. I'm going to get you what you did to me, Vinny. I'm going to fucking kill you, you pile of shit. And, ah, I know how hard he's laughing. How hard do you think he's laughing when he hears that? Of course he hears it. <laughs> so, but I also want to say this. Um, uh, Hold on. That's it. So, um. <laughs> I forget. I did have something else I was going to talk about, but it doesn't. Record. You
3: don't have your usual list.
2: Normally, you no, have that, a that list. No, was, that was it, to be honest. Okay. That was it. Oh, I did have one more thing. You want to? You you how long we have been going?
3: We've been going for
2: 42 minutes. Oh, I say we talk about this one other thing, and then we just we, sure. we, we rip this thing up, and you just talk. Okay. That's how long it takes me. I use your phrase all the time. It takes, Todd, 45 minutes just to get the f- engines all stopped. <laughs> all right, we're going to stop the podcast. You're oh, like how a, long?
3: 45 more minutes. You're like um, like one of those container ships. You know, It takes forever to get going and forever to slow down. But once it's going, it, right. you can't, you, there's no stopping it. Woo, Did you know that when well, those about- big ships drop anchor, that what holds the ship in place is not the weight of the anchor. It's the weight of the chain that the anchor is connected to.
2: Well, that just drags it to the bottom.
3: Yeah, that just drags the chain to the bottom. But the the ship is essentially being held in place by the chain, not the actual anchor on the bottom of the ocean. You know, it's a misconception. A lot of people think it's like, oh, you drop anchor, meaning that's the heavy thing that is actually holding the ship. It's not. It's the chain. And uh, the you know the bigger the ship the heavier the chain. It's like you see some of these container ships. They have blah, chains blah, blah, where like blah, a blah, single blah, link
2: blah, blah, can blah, blah, weigh blah. like up to fifty pounds. Wow. So blah, 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 you know blah. Blah, 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 blah. yeah that's cool. Uh, so uh, I wanted to I, this is look what made me bring this up. But this is like totally like a social issue thing again. Uh huh. And it has to do with. When people say they hold on to something because it's true, they're impersonation of what maybe a Chinese person sounds like with broken English. It's, it's true. What you can't do, it, it's true. Or anything. And, and I thought. Wait, what I, is this really? Is this about a specific thing? This is about. This happens a lot. And I thought of a joke, just, you know, one day an old comedian, I don't even remember his name, and I wouldn't give it if it did. I'm not, you know, I made, I made mistakes too. But I didn't fight, you know. Thank, thank you, thank you. Forever governs comedy world. That I made a, so many goddamn mistakes, and so many comedians got better than I did, quicker than I did, and found their true funniness. And it took me forever. And I, and I, but thank you for letting me not get in my own way when it comes to progression. Thank you, whatever governs comedy, that you let me not mind growing. Oh thank you. Like, uh-huh. am I being overly zealous? Uh-huh. No, no. You kidding me? It is life or death if you want to be relevant and not mad at shit you shouldn't be mad at. You need to not mind growing. It's not shameful to go, wow, I wouldn't do that anymore. I wouldn't do that anymore. It's a good thing. It mm-hmm. makes you a better comic. You just get to get out of your own fucking way. Other than that, the other opposed side is, how dare you? I could mm-hmm. never make a mistake. The attitude should be, of course I could. That's why I listen with open ears. Oh my god i could make a mistake not like well believe me i know right from wrong and i could always grow and change and it can make you a better a better comedian and um so so but but i've heard that argument a lot when it's people holding on to dear life to old stuff well that's true so this answers to when they're holding on to it because well, it's true Mm -hmm. and i thought of a comedian's bit where it was you know I, if if i didn't think there was a reason to say this i wouldn't but i do think there is a reason to say this because i think if it works it makes people stop using this as a defense therefore it's worth getting a little sad cuz it is sad it's it's just something so sad that somebody wouldn't know that that it would that it would make someone feel shitty you know and it was sad because of misinformation and it leads into what we were just talking about with the police but a comedian had this bit he goes you know and he sold it good And it was in 1980 when, you know, you you feel bad when black people are walking by your car and you hit the electric door locks. Mm -hmm. And he set it up in a way that everyone felt so comfortable to laugh. And it was like, and it's true. So it's true. I mean, I do it. So I'm not allowed to talk about what I do. I'm not saying I'm perfect. (laughs) It's okay. I'm not asking you to stop because it's not true. If, like I said, if you luck out and you just keep growing as you get older, you learn with your kids, your family, you just grow. It ends up making you a better friend than a mm-hmm. significant other. Just growing really makes you great to be around. Makes it fun. Give it a shot. And if you if you, if you do shitty it's sometimes growing, the fact that you just want to, you'll probably get an A++. You're just just not asking you not to be like, I got to keep growing, you know, which I talked about in my Netflix special. I get it. But. You should not want to do that joke because now you realize that really makes somebody that's in the audience black feel like shit. hmm It doesn't matter if it's true. It's true uh, your daughter was uh, stillborn. Do I want to bring it up? Uh-huh. Was uh-huh. that too far? No, no. It has to be powerful. It's like no one's defying it's true, but you didn't need to bring it up right now. And, and, a, and a well-rounded person... So you think, well, that means I have to admit I did something horrible. No, it's okay. Someone said the only worse thing is than making a mistake is hearing about it and then not just, you know, just saying, oh, yeah, you grew. People, when they look at your present, most people that get under the microscope, I hate to tell you, as hard as everyone thinks they are and everybody, and like the same thing with the PC police, that comes under scrutiny for saying something, their today isn't much different. So it's not like they can go, that was eight years ago, and someone could go, well, go listen to their work today. I did. It's about the same. Mm -hmm. Nobody made egregious changes in their life and talks about it and goes, wow. And and those are the people you forgive. Mm -hmm. Those are the people you forgive, and that happens, and when that happens, there's a track record of it. Mm -hmm. But that's not usually what happens. You go, yeah, they're about the same right now. It was all their work -hmm. a little while ago. Mm -hmm. So don't act like, be brave, and go, yeah, that's still who I am. Don't try to act like, well, uh, that was eight years ago. I know, you're still the same. I know it was eight years ago. You're still the same. Uh, Is this about a specific person? Obviously, if you weren't the same, I'd be telling an honorable story about you. (laughs) If you were different, if you had changed, those people write books. Because it's an amazing story, someone that changed. They don't usually do it aggressively either. You don't usually see someone that was an ex-Klu Klux Klan member going, ah, I made mistakes. Ah, okay, I made mistakes. It's more from a humbler place. Yeah, okay, ah, it's aggressive. They all tell you they made mistakes, but it's aggressive. Yeah, okay, ah, I made mistakes. Ah, I grew. Okay, I made mistakes. Yeah, I know, but you don't seem, you know. You humble seem, about it. You don't seem humble. You're mad. I think you're mad. That you keep having to change. I think you're pissed off. Oh, I got to keep, you know. So anyway, um, so you stop doing that joke because you realize the way it makes somebody feel. So not because it's not true. Because you realize it's truth that maybe I don't want to release into the audience during my show because it's, you know. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know.
3: I have a question for you. Yeah, what do you want? So. I'm done. You know how... Sometimes you'll stop at an intersection or you're all getting off the freeway and you'll see there's a, a homeless person or a p- person down on their luck. Mm-hmm. And um, often they'll have a pet with them, right?
2: Is this going to be some smart, what you're saying? It's a, true, it's a real okay. story that happened Not to Not going to be, oh, I put my hand down his pants and give him no. a Monday morning uh, happy.
3: Uh, <sighs> I need that. So, um... Lauren, you know, it's, it's always like, you know. You feel like, bad you know, for the dog? Is well, that the question? I, yeah, I mean, that's a, you know, gray, that's a murky water because I obviously feel bad for the person, and but then you also feel bad for the dog. And, and Lauren is, you know, my wife is such an animal lover, and she, she's so full, so she's always like, oh, that poor dog. So I go, honey, why don't we get a bag of dog food? And then, we, so I got a bag of dog food, and I put... Put a little ziploc bags, not little ones, but like pretty big. Yeah, ziploc yeah, bags. yeah. Two like, pounders. Yeah, split it all up, and I put it in her car. And I go, Oh, next time you at a light or whatever, and you see someone of the dog, you open the window, give him the thing. That's great. It's at least like yeah. And first time we're in, we're in the car together, we're going, and we're like in a food and there's a dude sitting there, and Lauren like open, rolls down her window, and he comes up, and she like the the minute he sees the dog food. He just just sits back down. <laughs>
2: uh, well, and I'm like,
3: well, yeah. am I an asshole? Are we no, assholes for, for you? like going like, oh, hey, I got nothing for you, you're, but here's are not food an for asshole. Your dog.
2: Look, you're, you're going to have to let this be in there, but I'm going to be honest with you. I think what it is, you don't want anyone to look like that. You, you know, you, you know, you're responsible for how people hear what you say. So uh-huh. you know So think about that That it's very easy To take that to That's why I don't give No no That was I, one guy No
3: and then of course Right
2: right You need to say it, that Of course this was one guy Someone that, else could cry And after that, go there thank you There
3: was you. a woman Who was like so ex- excited okay. But the point of that Has made me feel so bad Because I felt
2: like I would have We had offended him well, like, it is a we funny weren't... thing when he's hungry too, because yes. he probably gives the dogs. You know, when he's starved, he probably gives the dog twenty five percent of what he's. eating It was eating.
3: just one of those things where, like, it felt like such a good idea. Can I make and a then suggestion. The moment it
2: happened, I
3: realized, oh, are we just we're like completely tone deaf to what's actually going on?
2: No, I think you could next time if you want to give out dog food, you have to throw something else in there. <laughs> Talk about an anchor! It's the Todd Glass Show, everybody. My guest is Daniel Kino. Wow. I mean, now we're just getting started. Yeah. Yeah. We're outside. You can hear. You can feel it. Did you hear that? It is. You know, it's. Let the song. This is the start. This is the opening of the show. That was a cold opening. I'm not fucking around. Daniel, does this mean anything to you? This is a produced show. I think you're, you don't get it. I don't think you get that if this was an HBO documentary on what we did on this podcast, and the camera would roll around the corner. Is that what you want to be seen doing, ignoring me? No, no, no. Well, I'm not. I'm look, I'm not. Ignoring you were you. looking at your notes in your very pretty book, so I don't really mind. It's almost picturesque. It has like a notebook, but it's like, a, like a beautiful notebook. Like with a nice binded cover. Not leather. We're not crazy. You know what he makes That's it a out sketchbook. of? You told me that that book, you make it out of dead, hateful people. Just to teach them a lesson. And you write all positive notes in it. You know what's. Do you think you my opening. Was that a good opening? All that serious shit? You think we did. Yeah. You think this show's crazy good, right? It's crazy good. I mean, it's out of control. <laughs> Okay. Hi.
3: It's what's You're, crazy to me is I'm gonna we back. still use we that, that we we use tablespoon teaspoon measurements mm-hmm. like you know I grew up in Russia uh, the entire the rest of the world is on a millimeter system we have a
2: whole other. Our, what are you doing? I'm just fixing my pillows. <laughs> I'm sorry. That would drive right. me crazy, too. <laughs> so what are you talking about the meters? I right, forget Mexics? it. Forget it. No, forget it. Daniel,
3: do you feel feel there's something funny to me about like when you're cooking and like the oh, it's a teaspoon of that. It's a tablespoon of that. It's like such a
2: it seems archaic to you.
3: Archaic and arbitrary. Like, can't you just tell me like either in gram, like uh, grams or like a universal measurement? A uh, quantum
2: of. You're not listening. I'm listening to this every is, word you're saying. This is the kind D- Daniel, of stuff. I'm, no, I'm, no, Daniel. I'm, 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 to truth, I'm listening to every word you're saying. Uh-huh. You have no idea. Do you know much. how many teaspoons I'm the are, are in a tablespoon? How many teaspoons are in a tablespoon? Okay, I love this, because I'm Take not that. Guess. I don't know that many things. I'm gonna be honest with you. I uh. said I have a new joker, Mac, but it's the truth. Like, you know how long it took me to realize I don't know one thing on Jeopardy, <laughs> not one question ever. If I do, I freak out. I think I run around the house. It's like what the fuck? It puts me in a great mood all day. Now I don't want to exaggerate, and have people well, how about Price for is Right, you know stuff on that. Usually I know it, but it's too. I'm too exhausted to figure it out. Like oh, I gotta add that and minus that. I'm freaking out. Uh-huh. You know what? Just you do it, and I'll watch. <laughs> Right, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I get it. Okay, potatoes. You know, prices. Potato- right
3: is one of those shows that blew my mind when I moved to America because it's like, first I, of all, everybody's like crazy about it, and you're like, oh, I get to. You stay at home where well, you watch Prices Right, and and like as a person that comes from a communist country where we had nothing. To basically, you watch people just guess what these things cost on television, and they don't even have to be that close. No. And then they get them for free.
2: <laughs> and they jump up and down. Is it wrong? I, I shouldn't ask this. But and I, I, it leads to thinking that Drew Carey, does a, I think, does a great job. Like, it's undeniably, and I haven't watched that show in probably five months just because of uh, the, I don't get it. I don't, I haven't, I, I can get TV in my one TV in the living room, but I don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you don't have the TV. Is this a projector? Yeah, didn't you see? I put up a big fish tank for you.
3: Can you? <laughs> Did you see it? Can you do TV on that projector? Yes. Are you serious? I
2: do. I, that's why I close these. Look, I can close these things. These these uh, these canvas pieces here. I can close them. Uh huh. If I want to watch a movie on it, I just close one and pull the other one back because it's got to be flat to watch a movie. It doesn't have to be. So I sit in. I can sit in bed. And shine a movie outside onto that thing and watch a movie like a big, pro- like a big movie with your projector. With the projector, and it's then, a great well, where little the projector. Sound come of- the sound out? The sound. You know what? I knew that if I had to grab it from the living room or do anything, I wouldn't do it. So on that, like, I have a cart that it's on, and there's a boom, a boom, uh, a boom. Uh, what do you call it? A bass. A boom box. A base, A bass. And then, and then a lot. It's a. It's like a little one of those. You know, it wasn't that expensive. It was like one hundred ninety nine dollars. I, put, I leave it Whoa, on the bottom. It's right. plugged in. Now. So if I plug in, so if I turn it on and watch a movie, I have a place for the laptop. It's lazy, you know, it's all mm-hmm. fits on this little thing. I have a velcroed uh, 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 power strip to the top, so the computer, everything can be like it's just it's all ready to go. And then I shine movies out here, sit around the fire, watch a movie up on the thing. Um, and the the beauty of a projector is. You could fit it whatever wall you want it on, right? Right. You can make it smaller or bigger. It's great. It's it's. don't.
3: Where did you buy that? You projector? know, I'll
2: be honest with you. <laughs> that usually sounds like a lie. But in this case, it isn't. It's, it's saying something revealing. Uh, the chairs in the office started to fall apart. They were. You can go look at them. And then, uh, you know, I had the warranty on them. And I got the warranty. And they just sent me money without asking for the chairs. Wait. Hang on. You got... Warranty on office chairs? Yeah, I get warranty. You know what? I switch my opinion on that sometimes. I did Not always, but We're, sometimes. Well, you bought them at Office Depot or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the brother says, hey, you want warranty on and the And I chairs. bought them. And you went, yes, I do. I did. Uh-huh. Because I had a good experience with uh, the warranty on the fax machine. Is this like a lifetime warranty on those chairs? That's, How dare you? That's what is an unreasonable wrong with you? business. My mother for died for the rights of American people to get their voting cards. She was a big warranty advocate. She was Wait. the warranty advocate of heavy of Havington Heights, New Jersey, and you knew it. And what you try to do right now is is disrespectful. Okay, so back to you with the warranty. Uh-huh. I do buy it once in a while. Okay,
3: so on the chairs because you knew it was like and I buy a water. lot of a lot of uh, usage. People in and out. Yeah, shuffling. Mm-hmm. So and I just thought I bought it. And then you call the company and you
2: go, hey, the the
3: chairs. It's a separate company. How long has it been?
2: It was about two years after I had them. Two years
3: afterwards. Yeah, I had a
2: three-year warranty. I think I got. Or it, it they was give you a warranty for three years. Or it was approaching two years. I was approaching two years. There you go. And but you can you get, get a three-year. It's just hold on. You can get a three-year. I'm pretty sure it's just more. I went for two because after that, after that, believe it. Even as a fair consumer, I think it did its job. But can it give me two years? You know. That's why once in a while, you know. When I have, like, a hose and I just throw out the receipt and I throw out the everything and then literally 30 days later it b- busts on the side. Yeah. You know, uh, uh-huh. I that will adds. buy a new one and return the old one. Uh-huh. I'll just go buy a new one, take all the labeling off, uh-huh. go, hey, this busted a thing. That's all I want. I'll still buy one. And I don't feel bad about that because it's just I'm doing it my own way. But if I would have had the receipt, they would have done it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. There's nothing going on wrong except. So and, and to prevent that, I usually try to save packaging now a little longer than I used to. And there's one point when I'll throw away the packaging to something when I go. It proved itself. Yes. Sometimes it's thirty days. Yes, it proved itself. Yes. Uh, and I always can go through my emails. And, but anyway, enough so that. So
3: hold on. No, 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 no. I have more questions about this chair warranty. So you call the. Then at some point you decide. All right, this is enough. Shell's chairs, chairs wobbly. You- Okay, is, I can tell you.
2: There's ways because when they don't want to mail it, there is a certain amount of trust, and there's probably a certain amount of people. Look, I didn't feel. I never. I didn't think they were going to do that. I would have gotten the new chairs, but so of you course call them. They. I and you, you go. Email hey,
3: them. Email them. You email them, mm-hmm. uh, and you go, "Hey, this I bought some chairs." You didn't write the email, or yeah, somebody sh- helped me. Somebody helped you, <laughs> and um and and then they reply back. I send person, pictures. Oh, you you had to send pictures i sent
2: pictures yeah and um and i was deserving of new chairs and uh but when they sent me the check you know cuz they they just trust you you know they took some pictures and they saw it you know you can't fake the pictures uh-huh. you know they were they were yeah, i'm sure you could do anything <laughs> but you know uh okay. i remember you I remember didn't. by you the way didn't fake the i pictures. no i didn't i only had to do this twice uh, since i've had warranties twice so it's really not On that the often no, 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 no. One other What's thing other where thing? it was this type of thing. What sometimes was the other they'll thing? tell you to, Sometimes they'll tell you, like, because I get a lot of shit through Amazon, and I do try to keep the receipts. And I just had something happen with a mic to. sell. it's it's an adapter, and it, it got it, and it's crackling. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that I saved the thing. I can go back and and they will say send it back, and I did. I sent that item back only twice. Because of the item, obviously, they asked you to do. And one was a weird one. Uh, they sent me a new AC unit. I had a warranty on it, and they sent me a new AC unit. I sent them a video of what it does, and it mm-hmm. did it for me. And they said, uh, send us a picture of the cord cut, and the serial number's right under the cord. So I just turned it around and cut the cord and sent them a picture. Mm-hmm. And they sent me a new air conditioner. I guess I could have go had it recorded, but it was a broken air conditioner. So. Yeah. So the chairs, you send them a picture, and then they reply in an email. Yeah, they sent me. They're very. It was. It's. It's. And then they sent you a full refund. They sent me a full refund. Uh, they sent me. Yeah, yeah. I got ninety nine dollars. They weren't expensive. Those chairs. That's great. Yeah, and they and then last you sold forever, the they're great. Me, right? Yeah, those are the chairs I'm you kidding. sold. Did you hear me? what I just said? What? Yeah, they last forever. They're great. <laughs> Oops.
3: Uh, all I had to do was pay somebody to Photoshop some chairs. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: No, you know what I did? I I, uh, I, I prevented it. I went nuts with uh, this this glue, uh, and oh, I just, really? and it really did a pretty good job. There was like seven, eight areas. Well, hold on, where, where they really? were fall. They started to come apart at the seams, but uh, once I glued it, it didn't get out of control. Maybe in a f- it's still dark in there, so it did it maybe in a few other places. But overwhelmingly, they're still looking pretty good. <laughs> you took the chair money and you bought a projector. I bought a projector. Uh, where at the at Office Max. And I bought a warranty on the projector. Of course. You'd be full at this point. But I haven't to. needed it. Um, I haven't needed it. The projector's great. The projector is so How much worth was the projector? It. It's $400. Whoa.
3: It's not cheap. No, but... but can, you, can you do a fire... like spend a more a fire, on a television. Yeah, can you do like fire TV stick with it? Like You can do... You can hook Chromecast up to it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so... You know, I, I, the reason I'm asking you this. This morning, my TV broke. It just
2: went dark, mm-hmm. and if this was your only one, it might be a pain in the ass. But boy, it's nice to watch things. If you can find a wall and project on it, any wall can become. I mean, a my big TV
3: s- like sits on a big white wall, yeah. so that's why I'm. Um. Okay. Ooh. I am impressed, to be honest, was. with the chair warranty thing. That's like, you know, it's um. It's the kind of stuff adulthood's made out of. I'm realizing. Um, yeah, man. I've been there myself, Re- like saving when I was younger, I would just throw stuff, out. especially if I was like buying stuff on the road.
2: I'm listening. Well, I just wanted to do a draw.
1: It's a fireside show with Daniel Kino.
2: Daniel Kino is our guest all throughout the midnight hour. He's going to bring us in through the wee morning hours of the evening. (laughs) I just know like bits and pieces of it, but it doesn't all (laughs) blend together. But you know what I mean? Those guys all through the midnight hour, we're going to be taking you through the morning. Turning you over to Chuck Me Gremmet at 2 o'clock. It wasn't that bad. By the time I listened to talk radio, it wasn't that. But morning DJs were still. Morning DJs were exactly the impersonation of them. Like, they would be so nice off the air, and then they would go, hold on one second, and exactly the parody you know. You know, okay. so,
3: sometimes, like, you listen to some... Not all
2: guys, by the way. That's why you know guys like Preston and Steve or Elliot in the Morning or Todd and Tyler that K-CRW
3: or does... Hey, watch or, your
2: fucking mouth, okay? You'll,
3: you'll listen to a DJ, and they'll say stuff between songs that you kind of go, I'm glad I heard that. Like, something interesting. Yeah, and then they get on Something, the- and then they play the thing, as opposed to just getting on, like, and sometimes you'll... I don't want to talk shit about well, don't, anybody, but
2: because let me tell you something: all I do on this show is throw out positivity every week. Because people are already needing love; people need to feel loved. And seriously, I'm not joking around. I'm not joking around. Like I take the time to uh, to uh, to know and and give the people the love that they need, and I'm very happy, and I just wanted everyone to know that- What are you doing? I was trying to get something ready. Could you tell? This is so annoying. (laughs) I'm so mad at this (sighs) fucking thing. I was like, come on, what's going on? And then, uh, hold on, hold on. Okay, so I do this, and I go to YouTube. Okay, open it up. Yeah, it says this video is private. Oh, why is it private? Well, fuck you. Hey, Siri. Hey, (laughs) Lexa. What's your name? Hey, Lexa. I don't know who you got over here. Alexa? Hey, hey Alexa, volume 10. Hey, Alexa, who is Todd Glass?
1: According to Wikipedia, Todd Stephen Glass is an American stand-up comedian originally from Philadelphia,
4: Pennsylvania. Glass was born and raised in the suburbs of Philadelphia,
3: Pennsylvania, he first began performing stand up comedy in Philadelphia in 1982 while attending Conestoga High School.
2: Well, close. Uh, it's right. uh, yeah, that was amazing. I didn't think it was going to have all that stuff. I was like, hope it didn't see me masturbate. <laughs> Can you imagine? Once at the end of his parents' driveway. Oh, shit. I don't know. I mean, what? There wasn't. <laughs> Do you ever any...
3: notice, like Alexa, paying attention when you're not like talking to her?
2: Not really. What happens is sometimes it 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 has commands where it opened up its virtual ears after it says something because it's, you know it's going to be getting more information from you, and you didn't know that's where it landed. So it, it usually – I mean, look, I'm not saying – look, I, I don't want to say that. I, you know, whether we're being listened to, I'm sure we are, and I'm sure they can. At least they can. But I think a lot of times when it's that, it's not that. It's just that it needed open ears at the end of something. Like, I'm sorry. Sometimes your phone won't make you press it again. It'll be like um, – just the way it leaves it open-ended, you, if you're in the other room, you can just now address it. Does well, that make I, sense? Yes, does yes. Does it make sense? I wasn't
3: – yeah, I was going to say, like, I think it does – and I don't mean this as a negative, like it learns about you because I've noticed a few times where different times of day in different moods, I would say, hey, Alexa, play music. And then it would start playing music. Here's a here's a station I think you might enjoy. And then it's always like on the money and the mood I'm in and like the thing I wanted to hear. And I wonder if that's just based that's, on the information that it's collected over. I bet that is.
2: Yeah, because. Uh, that would be easy to do That wouldn't be a bad thing That wouldn't be a bad thing I'm all for the more they can listen You know, especially if it means hey, getting Hey, if dust you got nothing band. to hide What's yeah, the problem? Yeah, what the hell? You know, hey uh, You spread your noodle around too much And everyone's uh, gonna get your noodle in their pants <laughs> What the hell was that? In the how How is your mom doing? Well, speaking she Speaking of the noodle in your pants Speaking of a noodle in your pants How dare you? You hook Be honest Did you hook up with my mom when you were in Philadelphia? And I won't be mad <laughs> It was before you were with Lauren. You did. Oh, you're bad. I can see it in no, your No, it was
3: after I met Lauren. It
2: was after, well, <laughs> Lauren, oh, the three, oh, yeah. okay. Um, she, she's safe. She's okay. Mm-hmm. Is it true you went to a party over the summer and you had you had this played, like, at your house while people were walking around and just so you could make it, like, well, Daniel, have you met Daniel Kino? Uh-oh. He's interesting. very interesting. Oh, oh Daniel Keno, he's interesting. Oh, oh, yeah, Daniel Kino. He's very interesting. Well, he's interesting.
4: Not funny. Yeah. Not funny. <laughs> not funny buddy,
2: buddy. <laughs> I do that in my act. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, I guess everyone's talking about him. Yeah, well. This takes a band of three, and it makes them seem like eight. Don't you think this is great? So on the road of three band members, if I do a bit, I go, ah, oh, guys, was that bit funny? Funny. Funny. Oh, funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's very funny. And then you know what we do? We fire the band. I don't need them after I got all their voices on track. Fuck them. That's why I told Tillis a long time ago. Timothy Lillis. Tillis, <laughs> Timothy Lillis, I said, "I got your all your I recorded all your playings. You won't be needed." The last I heard from Eric Calver, he said he could do backups on the trumpet and Ari How is Eric doing? He's doing great. He, him He's his, running for. No, that's Eric Olsen. Eric oh, Calver. R. R. Olson. Eric that's Calver, I mean. uh, like, you know, a family member of the show and plays the trumpet. Uh, and uh, he just had a child, him and his wife. Eric Calver is running for. Uh, no, it's Eric Olsen. Eric Olsen. Yeah, is running. Thank for you, Daniel. Thank
3: mayor you, Mayor of I think something. No, Mayor or, of what? I don't know, or what? City Council. Mm. Mm. Okay, listen. He's running a marathon. Mayor, mayor. no, he's running
2: right. a marathon.
3: He's running a to Ponzi be- scheme. He's uh-huh. running
2: uh, out of time. He is running, running for the mayor. Th- running for mayor. He is running for the mayor, and uh, it's amazing. And so am I. Yeah, you're running not? for mayor too. Yeah, oh, go up great. against him. Give him, give him. A bu- you're a running bu- against Eric. Yeah, give him a bang for his buck. Teach him a few things. No, uh, but uh, he's uh, he's doing well. He just got endorsed by the Democratic Party up there. He speaks well. All he you can do is I, have compassion.
3: I believe uh, Eric would. Yes, I believe that.
2: I hope he found his calling because I think he did.
3: Uh, yeah, I think uh, Eric would make a great. City council. He has compassion.
2: Yes, he has compassion, and And he um, also has a little fire. Yes, he gets he gets angry. Yeah, when it's good when you have someone that has a lot of compassion, and they get angry at wrongdoings, they quicken it up a little. They're the ones that go, "All right, we have to have slow incremental change." They're the ones that go, "You know what? It's easy to say that when you're not the one feeling the wrath of not getting treated equally. Mm -hmm. It's got to go slow. Why don't? Why does it have to go slow? So when you have someone that, that has empathy that also has that adage of like, no, the mistakes we make cost people their freedom and their dignity. Let's get to the truth on these social issues. That's the person you want. And that is an ad campaign right there that they should put the American flag music on and play it. That says everything about Eric Olson. When you have compassion and when you're decent, you will constantly do the right thing for a lot of marginalized groups. He's got the three
3: C's, the compassion, compassion, conviction, conviction. And
2: uh, and uh, uh, Cutie Pie Colorful pants Sonny's got Colorful pants That's the ad <laughs> That's the ad Boom Aaron do something with that And that's an ad for Eric Olson <sighs> Alright let, let me Let me stop here Do you want me to pause this?
3: No How long have we been going? Hour and 15 minutes
2: We're going for the clothes <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because how long does Because it's 45 mean? minutes to close the show. Right. Sure. It's the Todd Glass Show, everybody. We're outside. We got a fire pit to our right. It's sexy as fuck out here. Oh, God. That, I love to polish it up. You know you're sloppy, and then you polish it up. Mm-hmm. Put a little polish. All of a sudden, it's like, wow. Huh? This is called polish. Sure, we talk. But then... them back that's the way you do it that's the way you produce a show well my show's always been very professional and people i'm so hungry what are you doing for working out you're not going to the gym watch your mouth you can tell
3: you work out every day i do when the gyms are open what are you doing these days
2: well daniel it's funny you ask um i have my um I bought, I did, Nick Lipa helped me get it, and it was, the, it's Soul. it's called Soul. Oh, and they, yeah. And they have treadmills, and they have, and let me tell you something, in that price range, and it wasn't cheap, and believe me, I was being cheap, I didn't want, but it's like, come on. get a eat, warranty on it? Yes, there is. I did get the warranty, and guess what? It was about two weeks after I got it, I went, I should get a warranty on so this. I called up, they go, it comes with one for two years, and I thought, Whoa. everything about this went great. I, I'm serious. Like I'm, I've am never even mentioned it on the show before, but it was a treadmill in the price range that I, was still doable, but it's solid. It's like a piece mm-hmm. at the gym. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure those pieces are even more than that. But I think what they tried to do was, what can we do in the price range? You know, it was $1,350. Whoa! What can they do in that price range that's a solid piece of equipment, does not feel, feels like a gym piece of equipment that could be five, dollars 6000 mm-hmm. And they did it. And it comes with a warranty what's for two years. Soul. 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 Mm-hmm. And believe me, I was trying to spend $500. Mm-hmm. And that was, I was like, I can, be, I can be very frugal and cheap in certain ways. So do you like it more than going to the gym? If the gym was 100% safe, when that returns, I'd probably go back there. Two, just because it's a nice energy to be around people sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I also love having it here. I love that I can crank the music through the PA system of the studio it's in the studio yeah and, and I can like move when I'm not paranoid about moving or put my arms in the air or cranking music and go into it and letting loose and in can a silly make way Fall
3: without having to worry about people yeah yeah
2: yeah that that's to tell you the truth it's more the loud music that you can play not loud in your headphones but loud in the air loud in the room mm. and it really is I mean I get some stuff cranking in there and I can just fly so do you find yourself working out more? Well, I worked out every day anyway, so no, it's about the same.
3: Okay. It's just easier.
2: Yeah. And I like it. I got used to the ritual. I still have my cup of coffee in the kitchen and then I uh sit in the car for fifteen I minutes. Sit in the car. <laughs> and uh and I have my cup of coffee and then that usually hits me pretty quick because I only have that one cup pretty much a day. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'll have a second cup, but mm, rare. But I do Do you do
3: snooze it. Like, when the alarm goes off? No. Do you hit snooze? I Never. don't snooze. You don't snooze? I get up. You okay. get up two minutes before the alarm goes off and you
2: stare at it. Unless No, unless... I, thank God that I... Thank nature. I hate that expression, God. But uh, thank whatever I've done. The it, universe. Thank the universe that rarely do I have to get up. <laughs> Meaning
3: meaning, I have to be there at that time yes. in the morning
2: Sometimes You it have is, stuff to do But it's up to you when to it do, gets done But yes, yes So it's not like and, and sometimes there are things Sometimes there are You know, but even those things I'm like, yeah, it's at nine mm-hmm. You know, so even that's not That's Yeah But you get used to that
3: And you taught me this a long time ago be- Before I
2: Get up earlier
3: Well, no Like you t- uh, You taught me that if, if you have a Show Let's say Sunday Is your last day Don't book the 8am oh. flight uh, Monday morning
2: The day will come I always tell people don't If you ever, have to If you have that. to If you have a kid And for some reason You have to get home uh-huh. Because you're Yes I get it But if you You know how many people I've met over the years That don't have to And I yeah, tell them Yeah they always do And to this day You know what they tell me When they see me They go Like you They go Thank you. I always think about that. The day will yeah. come. Why well, yeah. Saturday night is ruined at midnight when you got to get up at yeah. 7. Yeah. Your Saturday night's ruined. Yeah. But when you have a flight that leaves at 5.30 and you think 5.30 is pretty late. Not when you get Your up on Wednesday's Sunday. Wednesday's
3: ruined when you go in there and you book these 7 o'clock out of LAX. you got to no. get up at 5. For nothing. The whole day's
2: ruined. The whole day is ruined. <laughs> Life is ruined. You know what I like to do? I leave LA at 11.45 <laughs> yeah. to go to Philadelphia. I get into Philadelphia yeah. at 7.30. Sometimes you get an early at, at seven. Dinner. Oh, I go out to dinner with some comedians. Yeah. Stop by the mics. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's w-
3: some of the best advice I think I've I, thank I, you. I ever was fortunate enough to actually listen
2: to and take. Well, thank you very much. And uh, okay, let me take a little hit of this fresh air. You know where fresh air started? Where? In in uh, DC. Uh, when I said I want to go outside and smoke fresh air, and I had too much. It was it was the first time that I had ever blacked out from pot and then I was drinking and there was a recording of it I would be able to see how it went down in the morning I asked you Uh. and I and I go I remember asking because I blacked out I mean I don't remember I had to ask details of the show but I finished Uh the podcast I do remember dancing with the audience but very little do I remember and I asked you the next day I go Daniel is it you go you're going to be okay with it You didn't, you're going to be okay with it. Uh And as I listened to it, I knew what you meant. I was only, I wasn't mean. You know, not that I would ever be mean, but did I say, would I do anything? Would I be, because you were just over, you're going to be okay with it. And I was. I listened to it. I was obviously drunk. You guys were just playing songs and and it would throw me back on the right direction. Like Uh you pointed out that all that, um, Uh, That Chris Burden had to do was like Because I would go off and and he would play a jingle I'd be like, "Ah, I'm like a little baby And I played with that And then I would go off and you'd play something else And it just kept me with a direction But I wasn't embarrassed Um, But, you know, I was definitely More loose on the dance floor (laughs) Those girls were all over my stuff Oh yeah, you don't dance I don't dance like I I don't dance when I want to but if you don't dance, then you're no friend of mine. You can dance. Pull up your pants.
3: I love your place, man.
2: Thank you. It feels it's good. Great. I don't have a fire lit tonight. Why don't you Airbnb torches. that s- that room? Would you ever do that? No. 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 Okay. No, someone I knew. Yes, I wouldn't mind having now because I'm here by myself now, uh, you know, for people that listen to the show, you know, the, the person would have to still live in the house. But like there's a like a, a guest room over near the podcast studio in between. There's a green room in between it and there's a guest room and, you know, it's got a it's got it's like a living room. Yeah. And it has its own little patio. So for anyone that would live here, if it was the right person, it's nice to also have your own little area. In the back, but no. If you're using the kitchen, and most of the time, whoever—it's only been two people that have lived in there—and it just worked out that uh, you know mm-hmm. we watch TV together a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you well, can also because you go- would project it onto their window. I would project. <laughs> uh.
3: <laughs> so they didn't have a
2: choice. <laughs> You want to watch TV? All of a sudden, (laughs) open your curtains. Open your curtains, and we'll talk about it on our cell phones. (laughs) I think we had some good, good, good talk today. You want to hear this bit? I love to tell people bits I do in the band because I miss it. But uh, you know, I always ask myself, would the 13-year-old Todd Glass like this? Uh And what it is is, I play this. The band plays this. John goes on the piano and i go hello everybody i'm johnny cash and the whole band goes todd it's johnny cash johnny cash is here I go, hello everybody i'm johnny cash todd johnny fucking cash is here get the fuck out of here hello everybody i'm johnny cash and they start screaming todd johnny <laughs> hey, fuck! you're not gonna believe it get out of here john brandwagner stands up puts his arms up and down in the air freaking out that i'm not there to see johnny cash And it just brings me pure joy to my belly. Uh Uh-huh. You know? (sighs) It just brings me so much joy to see the conviction of that they believe it so much that it's Johnny Cash. That they don't know where I went. That's the bit. Hey, folks, you want to hear some Tom Jones? I do. Crowd crowd applause. This is what you have to look forward to. All right. I just do before the singing part. <laughs> I don't do the... Well, because I found That's that the easy part. That's the easy... The singing part, you have to learn tones, and it's hard. But like people, I go sometimes on the road, you want to you hear Prince? Uh, there you go. That's all people want to hear. Uh-huh. Most people... That's all people want to hear. I'm not hear. even being disrespectful. Most people... Oh, you like Prince? Uh. After that, people are like, yeah, I, <laughs> I could, I could. You know, I, I, I got thank it. Thank you, but uh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm kidding. I hate that. That's what, un- that's what unfunny people say, and I apologize. Uh, <laughs> of course. Well, people don't know. You know, maybe people don't know if I have respect for Prince or not. Could, I could be mocking him seriously, but obviously uh, it's sarcastic. Just yeah. in case you're wondering. And, I'm, I'd, 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 and truth, and I hope you enjoy the bit more now, knowing that, it. you know, Bruce Springsteen. What's that like?
3: Having fun out there! (laughs) Uh, You watch us, uh. We'll do some old
2: stuff! We'll do some new (laughs) stuff! Can we bring it any higher? Can we bring it any higher? Can we bring it any higher? So I do. uh... right, back to the show. You like the, isn't that a great way to come back to the show? Do you admit it? Mm-hmm. I don't think you see how good it is. We're talking, we're having fun. Then I go back to the show. It's funny. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's like back. It's like okay, everybody, come on back. This is too much.
3: Did you I have a question? Yeah, I'm sorry. Dude,
2: did you? Where we'll did you get you that leave. mask? Oh, that's uh, my, my uh, Mr. Rogers mask? I've been wearing it lately because I feel it puts people in a good mood. Did, you, did someone send that to you, to you or did you order it? The mask? My, my, you're talking about my face mask? Yeah. It's funny you ask that. Blake Wexler, he, he, he could cut this into a commercial. And if I know Blake Wexler, he's already on it. He's got the subtext underneath. You know, hey. Uh-huh. It, and I think it's a good idea because I think yeah. it's a, it's a, he should. As heard on the Todd Glass podcast. podcast show. Okay, so this is my favorite mask. And I'm truth. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you why it's got a little bit of support in the in the thing, in the his, nose area. His uh, uh, um, Blake Wexler's girlfriend, mm-hmm. hmm, hmm. Julia. Mm-hmm. Hmm, when I say girlfriend, hubba hubba, <laughs> I mean that's a compliment. But uh-huh. they, oh, they're they're fun. You know, they're a fun couple. Uh huh. They're fun to be around. Julia uh, makes masks. No, no. Her sister is a designer, uh-huh. and sent this to me. Uh, two of them, and it's wide enough so I don't feel like it. Which you know, it's everybody's different. For me though, I'm like I, I would, I end up using it all the time. And it's got
3: an opening where your mouth is, which I think is very yeah. helpful.
2: <laughs> exactly. So you can still it's eat an and op- talk.
3: You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice touch, I think. <laughs>
2: My, fr- my friend, the Ryans, uh, they uh, like they are like they own P.J. Ryan's and the Smoky Joes that I've talked about in the mm-hmm. past. And and one of them was telling me a story about how his aunt for the pandemic said she was going to sew masks because people have to wear their masks at the bar, but then they have to take them off with zippers so they can drink. And she made three of them, and mm-hmm. no one wanted to tell her. It's like a it's like a BDSM like a, thing. It's like, like it's like a sexual thing. fetish. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. that people might not want to open their zipper and then put a <laughs> bottle in their mouth. So they go, "She'll figure it out our own." No They're needs- selling like hotcakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, uh, I got all sorts of customers. I can't believe it. I people had my- are
3: asking for shorts with zippers in the back.
2: Yeah. I had the boys. I had my boys take pictures. You know, drinking the beer through the bottle. <laughs> Meanwhile. Oh, uh, it's disgusting. It, well, you know what's disgusting? It's not disgusting. It's not if, disgusting. If that's what you're into, that's it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, I meant it was disgusting that this person... Uh, In this uh, bit, this yeah, poor woman. I don't woman. know what's disgusting. You're, maybe it's you, for all I know. <laughs> judging people. How dare you? No, no. I thought what you were saying was disgusting. I want to really come to a conclusion. Was the taking advantage of... Is somebody... Or am I full of shit? Hey,
3: everybody is like... The masks make everybody just better looking. You notice? Like, Who? you can't see people's faces anymore. And you just sort of, like, to uh, at least, you know, I Who's, know. Whose faces can you see? You, anybody's. I'm a good interviewer.
2: On, with the mask. Oh, uh, well, of course it makes you so look better. Like, you know why? Yeah, especially it makes if you, you look better. It gained a little weight. I know. Yeah, I don't want like, this. I said, let me meet someone before this pandemic ends. The one that I noticed it? is, like, when you're walking Did the street, you get it? Me, yeah. What did I just say? Meet somebody before this pandemic Because ends. then they'll see my face. Oh, when it's over. Once it's over, I'm fucked. <laughs> Thank you. You don't realize
3: when you smile at people, they can't see it. So it's like a little...
2: Well, like your eyes you, smile. You, just you know what I hate to tell you? If you want to convey warmth, you'll figure out ways to convey. You're right. It's, it's just like... I unzip my zipper I, and- <laughs> And pee on the foot I pee on their foot like lions do No, it's true It tells people I pee on my pants Just to, just to show them I'm as scared as you are
3: You know, I was standing in line uh, Outside of Trader Joe's The other day yeah. And, you know, everybody's dis- distancing And we're waiting And then a woman walks out And she's holding, a, like, bags in her hands Like a lot of them And then she's walking past the whole line of people And on the sidewalk to the right of her is a row of those like uh, scooter bikes, mm-hmm. whatever you call them, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. birds. And as she's walking to her car, she accidentally hits one and like dominoes, like the whole oh. thing falls down, right? And everybody looks at her and then she panics and she like goes to bend down to try to pick it up and no one's saying anything <laughs> and I go, ma'am, you could just leave those. It's fine. And she looks at me and she goes, Thank you. And she walks uh, her car. And I was like, Why did she need, like, because she felt she guilty? She felt guilty. Oh, I love and this that. And it's like told a stranger her that. that's and you like told completely, her she... yeah, like, Let it go. Let it go, ma'am. You do uh, not have to pick this up. You and changed her And The relief her whole... on her face was like, uh, I, I was so happy that I said something. I'm so glad you did too. I've been in that position to Go go, like, Oh, I, and I'm, I guess, more of an. Selfish a-hole That'd go Leave it But like Lauren My wife's like that She'll go Oh no We gotta, fi- well, we wait, gotta
2: wait. Whoa 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 Lauren's not here To defend herself It depends no, it's a good thing It I'm depends saying. what it is There's it's certain good situations quality. You know me Like I'll be honest Like I my girlfriend's brother, I used to put things back anywhere. Like, if I was at the store, uh-huh. and I don't, oh, I don't yeah, do that anymore. I can't. Oh, you don't? Like I, oh, I don't want, now, not refrigerated. Not unrefrigerated.
3: Yeah, but you're like, oh, you know, I don't. just wherever you decided not to. And
2: then I don't do that anymore. And I'm good, good. Oh, good, yeah. Now, once in a while, do I treat myself? Sure. On my birthday, I go around the store without buying anything and just put things where they don't belong. I wanna play something for you. <laughs> I think people need it. And then we're gonna go in for the real close. Are you hungry? I'm okay. You say you're you don't okay, good. What time is it? How long have we gone? If you don't you know,
3: just it is nine fifteen and
2: we've been going for an hour and a half. Wow. You you know what sometimes i call nick lepick and i just and i don't mean to be jingle heavy but i just do it cuz he loves this jingle so much but i don't have anything to talk to him about He's has to have a phone
1: call with anna so let's jump right in and hear about his grandma or mom nick lepick he's always got a story or three so listen up and he'll tell us one while Tom goes
0: outside and takes a pee.
2: so nick lepick so I just call him up, and I go, hey, Nick, what's up? I have betting music. He tells me a horrible story, and i it's a segment. But we don't have it today because you're a special guest. Sometimes we get guests like you. We don't interrupt with bits. Just... <laughs> 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 I like it
3: when Daniel's on. They don't do any of those bits. <laughs> they don't do any well, of I I those just, jokes. I get, that... Can I be honest?
2: I get so excited <laughs> to talk to you. Yeah, I mean, no, I could do, I could jam bits in, but I enjoy just sitting here talking to too. you, and that's you know, and then you know, I hit the board, you know, me. It's just like, it's like I don't know what it is, but sometimes I get it, and I'm not sorry I do. Well, it's, but overwhelmingly, I like it to be. I go, just, just you know, the board is one thing, and sometimes I like doing the board. I definitely like having someone here on the board because, like, for these shows, I might put crickets outside or do all that stuff. But I'm also loving. It's hard to explain, but I am genuine when I say it. Everything that I'm doing, I'm loving. Yeah. Whether it's trying to not make this what's in there, getting excited to go back to there eventually, Every, me doing it all by myself, starting to have guests, I love it. I learned that from you also, I think.
3: Just sort of you always have to look forward and you always have to make sure that you're enjoying the experience you're having.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, as opposed to look backwards and lament or complain or put up with something that you could change, and it's not that hard to change, and then your life is so much better. As opposed to just oh things like this, I'm going to be complaining about it and do nothing. And right, you have always enjoyed every experience I like
2: that I've seen you
3: have on the road, um, or on whenever we would go on vacation. You know, the, the,
2: the, really, the, the, at the end of the day, if I had to simplify my theory, it's that... Lake Arrowhead, remember when we went, went to Lake Arrowhead? Oh, my... God. Yeah, what's up? Did mushrooms? Oh, shit. My, my theory, I think, to keep me on the up and up, is that you're certainly not going to be at your best if you lose appreciation for it. That's just a simple equation. The, the, hey, if you lose appreciation for how lucky you are to be able to do what you do or what I do, you know, in the, in the area... There's people way more successful but there's also people that don't get to just an appreciation right mm-hmm. um, if you the more you can stay in touch with that, the better you're gonna the better of a mood you're gonna be and it's very mm-hmm. you know the, so, so I try to constantly just look at everything that that and be positive and try to be it sounds so it sounds so easy but it's not always I could see how you can go off the beaten path. To start, you know, uh, letting jealousy get in the way of what you do have, and being appreciative of that, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, being aware of that, I think keeps me. And and you know what? There's something else besides that, actually. And I I, I want to say it real quick because it, otherwise, it, I don't think I made that much sense what I was saying. That is one dose of it, but the other thing. Um,
3: You know, people always talk about living the moment, like try to live in you have I've never heard you say that, but I've you've always lived in the moment. Like you are a person who ha, like you like the moment
2: you're in and, and and you devote all of yourself to it. It's the other I'm sorry. I I, I heard you and I appreciate you, but I want I yeah, remember go back I remember think. what it was. It was and I'm just talking where I luck out. Other people tell me things to make me better, and then some areas I think, hey, this might help you. That's all it is. It's not judgment on anybody. It's just like, but, um, I know I know this yeah. is gonna happen because I fucking preface so much. Uh-huh. But, you uh huh. But lose it again? What? You lost it? No. Hold on. What are we talking about?
3: We're talking about uh, being appreciating where you are. The moment you're in. Live in the moment. Appreciate what you have. Don't uh, waste time worrying or thinking about. Oh, the,
2: perspective, perspective. can sure go. lead to a happier life, because you know where I used to get jealous of, like, like I don't have to be like you know me who I wanted to be like. I was always like, if it was somebody like a uh, like a a Jack a, a Lewis Black, you know, he's not. Well, Louis Black probably did four thousand seat theaters. But when I heard of a comedian that was like going around doing thousand seat theaters and doing great, mm-hmm. but that's a different level. Then there's five thousand seat comedians, then there's ten thousand seat. But like, you know, to me, like if I can go out and do eight hundred seat theaters or like in Philly where I go in there and it just sold out all week long, I do seven shows. That that's, you know, what hold on. Mm hmm. I'm so sorry. It's so annoying. Take your time. What am I talking about? You're talking about
3: 700 theater shows that if you, if if that's, we're not talking about four or 5,000. You're talking about uh,
2: perspective. Perspective can make a big difference. Oh, so when I go, yeah, why can't I have that? And Alex reminds me, and it's so good advice. He goes look, and he respects the choices I make. So he says this freely. This you don't is, like Alex to, is your I'm gardener. He goes, you don't like to go on auditions. The minute he said, it, I knew what he meant. I don't. I don't. I did a pilot, but you know, and that, and that was good, and that was fun, and the opportunity to do that. But I need if I went on auditions and did well. Some people do well in auditions. Everybody's nervous, but some people do well. Mm-hmm. I think Rory Scovel probably does very well mm-hmm. because that's why he takes what he does on stage and then he gets in there and I believe he performs and I believe mm-hmm. he performs really well and I bet he's nervous but he can do it. I mm-hmm. can't. Mm-hmm. So it just—I didn't enjoy life. I, I remember when I learned I don't have to go on them anymore. It's like a day. We're like, oh my god! It was like a yellow school bus for me, and it made me so nervous. And sometimes I got stuff, not that often. Um, I mean, but, I got, but but the 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 un. I
3: hate it. The the, the, the the uncomfortable feeling that that brought on, brought on for that hard, day, for that like the made made you feel. Yeah. it subtracted all of the every, potential gain
2: you, that could yes. come from it. And by the way, when I and I'm when I did the pilot where it was me every you know it was my pilot. I we sold it. Steve Rosenthal and uh, Mike mm-hmm. Komen and I, and then we we just got you know we got Happy Madison, mm-hmm. uh, pitched it and then TBS ended up shooting the pilot that. I enjoyed mm-hmm. because I the first day I was a little nervous to be honest I was driving in and I thought and this is like a two hundred and fifty three hundred thousand dollar pilot hmm probably more probably more you're probably right yeah probably more because I mean there were cops blocking traffic for yeah. to shoot something I mean this was like this was the real deal yeah. and yes I would have liked to sell it of course and I was bummed but I remember thinking this is still cool at this mm-hmm. Just to get to do this, to have a, I have a funny idea. What do you want to do with it? You're not going to sell it to television. No, I mean, just let's do it. Like, just, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's going to cost like three, four, five hundred thousand dollars 500000 Some funny ideas I have. All right, I'll pay for it. Uh-huh. That in itself is pretty cool uh-huh. to watch them come to fruition. Yeah. Of course I wanted to fucking sell it, and of course I was bummed, of course. But I remember having perspective and trying to be like, yeah, it's, it's a good thing. And I did not go to work scared then. The first day I got nervous. I went, no one's really seen me act. But I always thought I wouldn't be nervous. It was me and my project. Uh But I was like, I hope I'm right. Literally three minutes into the first thing, I went, nope. Because everyone's nice to you. It's your show. And I'm nice. So there was a great energy on the set. because Your your energy, your chemistry is different because you're... Because it's you, and you can yeah. leave something out, and it's your words. And so then I was not nervous. Then I came to work very happy, very eager, very early, two hours before I had to, and enjoyed it. And it was a, just a, a really, even though the show didn't sell, it was a pleasant set. Everybody was so fucking nice. It was a great energy, and it was a great experience. And I can
3: see how, like, for you, when uh, somebody goes on an audition, it's nerve-wracking. And, but then they hear they get it, and that's the greatest news ever. For you... Probably if you went on audition to be like a lead in some, some show, but it's not your show, so you're still getting a script, They and then you have to show up, stand on this mark, listen to this person, do this thing. To, to you, hearing you got it would probably be the beginning of a nightmare. Oh, That's yeah. never getting ending. Getting
2: something was the worst. Was the worst. Oh, my manager, which I called you because uh, you got. I don't usually call you at 9 o'clock on Friday. Well, thanks for ruining my weekend. <laughs> thanks a lot, Bruce. <laughs> And when Bruce, well, I found out Andy Kindler didn't go on commercial editions, and I, I thought you had to. I know that sounds crazy. I mean, it doesn't. An, I was an adult. I thought you always sign up with an agency. But they went, I don't want to go out for commercial editions. Well, that's where we make money off you. You know, I, I don't know. But uh, so I found out Andy didn't go on them, and I asked Bruce. I go, Bruce, do I not have to go on commercial editions? He goes, no. <laughs> he goes, if you don't like them, no, no. I go, I didn't know. I thought he goes, no, Andy doesn't like them, and yeah, it's, and and I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's like, wow. <laughs> This is great. I used to lie and say I went on them and I didn't. (laughs) And I and and I gotta tell you this. I don't tell. I don't think I've told this story that often. So one time Bruce called me and he goes, "You got a call back." I didn't go on the audition. Audition. (laughs) And I I thought he was fucking with me. I thought he found out. So I go, "I'm gonna I'll just play." I'm pretty sure he knows or something. Uh Because why is he calling me and going, "You got it"? So I go, "Okay, cool." He goes, "Yeah, you know Tracy'll." Tell you, you know, you have a callback tomorrow, and I okay. I think I don't think he knows. And did did you go? So I figured out what happened. He didn't know. Yeah, they got it mixed up in the thing, and I got a callback when I never had, never went on the audition. They just chalked it off as a callback. Maybe they get who knows why. But I didn't go. But I went to the callback, and then I don't think anything happened once I got involved. (laughs) <laughs> you shouldn't have gone to the callback you would have got, got it i should have gone to the callback that was the biggest mistake i made so um
3: <laughs> but
2: anyway and the other one was well there's three actually funny and i hope i remember the other one the other one is and zach uh on camping with todd zach galvanakis told the story zach zach galvanakis he went on audition, and and you know it was one of those things where the director pulled everyone back in the room from the hallway because obviously no one was getting it. He goes, oh, "Is everyone here for the cheeseburger?" This is Come a long, this is a while ago. This is when Zach went on
3: commercial audition. Yeah, yeah, this is twenty this years is, ago. Yeah, this is okay. Right,
2: this is twenty years ago, fifteen at least. Uh huh. And um, and then uh, the guy was uh, just very you know, he wasn't friendly. And you know, I will tell you this mostly with commercial auditions too, um. I was just nervous always. Uh, they were actually pretty friendly most of the time. Uh-huh. They really were. And, but every so often, you gotta, you know, you're already nervous. Everyone's nervous. How do I know that? Because I'm nervous. Everybody's yeah. nervous. We'll just deal with it differently. Some uh-huh. people can overcome it. Everyone's nervous. So this energy, we all feel it. We're like, oh, no. No. Anyway, he came out into the hallway. Who's here for the whatever At And he goes, it's not blah, blah, blah. It's blah, blah, blah. It's not la la it's, da, 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 da. Uh-huh. it's not that. You're not angry. You're happy. But you're not like, you're like uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Did I explain it? Great with no love, but clearly. So I was like, you know what? You should do it. I'm going to leave. You got it. You got it. <laughs> I just left. So... So, you know, I remember, I do vaguely remember doing that. Uh, I was still, I wasn't mean. I didn't say anything. I was like, oh, you should do it. And I just left. And then Zach. Because you didn't want to do it anyway. I didn't want to do it anyway. Yeah. Thank you. It was a perfect out for you. Perfect out for me. he Oh, he's not nice. And I'll I'll get everybody. Oh, then I'm out of here. I'll get a big laugh, and I don't have to go, hey, you're horrible. I just went, you should do it. And I (laughs) walked out. So anyway, Zach Galvanakis took the Polaroid of me off the wall. He told me this for years. He would Uh go, I took the Polaroid. I go, I want to hang out with that guy. (laughs) The funny thing is, when Nick Schwartzen said, have you ever seen Zach Galvanakis? Again, this was a long time ago. I had never seen him. So I went down the hall. My memory was he brought me down the hallway at the improv. He go, Oh, you got to see Zach. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, the feeling when you're like, how did I not know about this? Yeah, guy?" Yeah. You got to learn about somebody eventually. So you mm-hmm. can't know. So now I was like, and it was very funny. It really just, it was just my kind of up. It uh-huh. was, it was up, but it was Zach Galvin. Yeah. And I loved it. And, uh, so, uh, that's how I felt about him. And then, uh, so then when when uh, he told me that story, I was like, it was just a good, good uh, energy all around, you know, yeah. like of, uh, you know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. You know, I'm getting paranoid now that it's Zach talks about how great I am and I, he won't I shut up. That story. <laughs> Whenever you Sony, anyway, you want, you want me to bear my soul? Do you want me to bear my soul as we go into close? I'll tell you, you can tell me yes or no. I've never talked about this on the show. Do you want me to bear my soul? Yes, you do. Okay, okay, what I'd like to do is bear my soul. This is the outdoor by the campfire. Now, I did light a fire. Now, we did uh, made it happen. Okay, this guy here, this is John Davidson.
1: Desmond had a barrel in the market.
2: He sang this opening of his talk show in like 19... 19- Probably
1: seventy-eight. And
2: I, I had a this girl I knew had a crush on him. Uh huh. hmm. This girl I knew. Did you hear what I'm saying here? Yeah. What? I I asked her. I said like a serious crush. She's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." Someday there'll be nah, not this shit. I like this early stuff. <laughs> you think it's funny when I laugh at myself? Well, anyway. Hope people can read you, between You know the what? Lines. You know what our uh, uh,
3: wedding song was? Oh, can I guess? Um, you'll never guess.
2: Push, push in the bush.
3: Oh, my God. I told you already. <laughs> that's, that's.
2: Martin <laughs> Mall. You uh, lied to me, though. I have to tell you that. What? You said you're going to stay all night. We're going to order Chinese food. It just keeps the, 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 the leash keeps getting shorter and shorter. Now I can tell when you're done. And I'm right, right? I just want to know how well I know you. Yeah. When we're done this podcast, you're gonna stay for 15 minutes and 30. 30. Well, I'm setting a timer. Uh, Martin Mall's normal.
3: Can you pull it up? Uh, maybe at the end. Uh, song. It's uh, that was our wedding song by Mar- uh, normal by Martin Mall.
2: Martin Mall. the the the, the comedian. Well, I go, think I will go to YouTube. I know what to do I have <laughs> I'm sorry No no I'm kidding I don't what, where, where is it <laughs> uh, that I'm No going? go
3: to YouTube And just type okay, in Martin, Martin Mole. What do I say what Martin Mall Normal
2: Martin Mole Normal Well it says mall Do you ever just press it Yep yeah, Because it'll come up I want to hear a little bit of this This is a good show That I do here It's like I just drop the music in People are like what
0: Why'd we have to take that trip Honey You look dumb and dungarees and so do I Come on Go put on your nicest dress and I'll put on my tie Here's why this town if you're strange what say you yeah, right? and I get normal for a chance let it breathe what say you and I get normal you don't have to be that formal we just sit and watch TV like others do we'll eat meat and mashed potatoes cut our hair so folks don't hate us <laughs> life is nuts enough just live.
2: He's amazing. I love that you both agreed on this song. Martin Mull. Martin Mull. What a genius! Yeah. I hope he, I hope I haven't heard any stories. I'm always hoping it's nice when it's someone you really. I you know, mean, he, he is a he is a national treasure. He's a true. He's a true yeah. He really he, is.
3: He's a he paints now, and it's and it's great.
2: You know who else paints? Hitler. Hitler painted. Painted a box of apples. <laughs> we are going in for the clothes. So yeah, what I said is I got a half an hour. That's why I think what I should do with you. I I thought about this. Well, True. You know, Lauren's out of town, so I gotta go home. Fee- take the dog. All out right, me. just stop with that. You could have brought the dog.
3: <gasps> oh, my God! I should bring the dog <laughs> next
1: time. <laughs>
2: Here's what
1: I let's like
3: hang to say.
2: out later this week. I'm busy. Come um, on. <clears throat> So uh, brought the dog. Oh, yeah. So um, I thought about it, like what I should do and get a hype. If I really wanted a lot of Daniel time. And by the way, I take Daniel and Lauren time. Like mm-hmm. I'm the three of us. It's just, yeah, it's mm-hmm. the same. So Lauren would be invited, too, if you could bring somebody. But like I just get like a, I could sub- bring somebody on a, wouldn't listen, bring Lauren. on a cruise like when the pandemic ends. Uh-huh. That way you'd have nowhere to go. And I would somehow make it that you couldn't get off the ship. Because otherwise, I could see you every day. Oh, I'm going to go tour all over. Ah, shit. All I want to do is to be able to sit around and talk. You
3: would do. You would. (laughs) That's all I wanted. to if you sit booked around a cruise
2: and, talk. and like and you're like Daniel,
3: yeah, let's go do a cruise it's just so we so we would hang out. You yeah, that's finally what I'm saying. Do a cruise. That's what I'm saying. Oh, is that's that what I, you're saying. That
2: I trap you on a cruise, <laughs> and all these situations where all we could do is like you know talk and eat, talk and sm- <laughs> smoke and pot and sit by the pool, or you know I wouldn't lay out by the pool. You wouldn't but, lay out by the pool, but in the shade near the pool, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't do anything in the day to be honest, but at yeah. nighttime. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> in all fairness, but at night I'm all good. That's yeah, what I always let's tell. Let's do it.
3: I could I could take you to the anchor.
2: I could sh- teach you about the chain. A, and uh, the, never mind. You know what? I'll stay home. No, in a relationship, i and I and I prove worthy of this. I used to always say with my ex, during the day I don't like to do it a lot, but I'll pull my weight at night, and I always did. At night I'm good to go. Just put me with a good group of people, and uh, like we met. People in uh, in uh, in uh, in uh, Thailand, and they were just cool. We met them. We were on the. It's easier to meet people, by the way, when you're with. Uh, I hope it's changing, but it was. It's easy to meet people for us when we were with girls. We we were just mm-hmm. approachable, even if we were friends, even from a distance. You can tell when there's two girls and two guys, and they think, you know, uh, that there might be friends. But most of the time, people thought we were together. Well, I think some of that might be. Might have something to do with,
3: like, just if you see like two single guys, like if they're not a couple, if they're just two single, unmarried men, unattached, it's like, it's
2: there's like, uh, it's a wild card, as opposed to if they're there's just yeah, you know what I I I have stopped and thought about it, but then I go I, I get it. it it is changing and um, you know maybe a, a level of it is is that uh. We're not, maybe if we were affectionate as even as much as the least affectionate straight couple, mm-hmm. that people would figure it out from a distance and get comfort. So maybe it. Maybe it's not, maybe it's, But I try to say, maybe it doesn't have to be the universe. Maybe this, you can get out of that. Maybe you can get out of that by just being your true self and then maybe, so maybe it's unapproachable because we're acting like we're just, hey, we're just two guys. <laughs> you should <laughs> try Am where, I
3: making any sense? You should try- just for a week. Will you do this as an experiment? Oh, what? Will I'm you not wear holding your a wedding hand. ring? Like, put a ring on this finger and wear it for a week and see if you notice a difference in the way, like, people react to you.
2: Oh, yeah. I think I might get better looking.
3: I Just just see if you notice a difference, and then I'll come back. We'll talk about it. Will you well, do I it will. for a week?
2: Can I make it out of tin a- and foil? And
3: if somebody goes, oh, are you married or, or why not? You have to... Um,
2: Hmm.
3: Well, I don't know. Maybe this. It yeah, it's getting. What are me. you
2: licking your lips over there? <laughs> oh my God! Disgusting. <laughs> are you hitting them Will me? you please? You yeah, well, say, Todd? would you It's do just this? a friendship, would you, uh, Daniel. Would you?
3: Would you just just for an experiment? Just say it.
2: Just say it. Will you marry me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! It would. But not. um. It it, it,
3: I, I feel like there is a difference, like when you—I I don't know—maybe I'm just
2: making it up. What? Tell me what you're saying.
3: I, I feel like I—I'm like less. I don't know. Like I feel like when people, uh, I seem less dangerous to peop, to people, especially oh, to women.
2: Well, there's many reasons of that, and I'm sure that's just one of them. There's that's many, and I—I I think that is one of them. That's why I didn't want to. I, I know what I was trying to say. I don't like to act like something is like. That's not true for everybody. There was maybe my circumstances. I don't, mm. I don't like to like put it out there like, oh, that's what it is. No, because of the circumstances and maybe the way... That was just your experience. That was just my experience because I'm sure someone else... You know, It's all comfort level is all we're really talking about. So when people feel comfortable around you, and there's many reasons they might feel comfortable around you, some people sew a Canadian uh, patch on their book bag so no one will think they're from the U.S. That's a good thing to find out and certainly be proud of and embarrassed. <laughs> oh, my God. Why? I want to be in the place where they sew that country onto their hey, book bag. When, Does that me- make sense? Remember
3: when we went to Amsterdam?
2: Of course I do. Um, when was that? I'm kidding. That was... Like, I remember.
3: Eight, ten years ago.
2: No. That was amazing.
3: That was like eight years ago.
2: Daniel, do you that know why that was amazing for so many reasons? No so many one. reasons. I talked about being gay on stage for the first time. I, there. D- I remember that. Because you... Are, well, oh, remember my impersonation of you. Oh, yeah. You got to do it. Well, you're never going to do it. Just do it. You know, you'll do it. You'll be nervous. You'll talk yourself through it. Do it. Do it tonight. No, I'm just going to watch to see if
3: you do it. You got to do it. No, no. Well, no, that no, was. No no no, <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. You, gotta, you got it. Just do it.
2: I know it's scary. That's the thing. That's what's going to make you just do it. Just say it. Go into it. Back into it. Talk about your heart attack
3: and then how you were naked. I don't know. Make up something. Do it. So that, that that was the perfect place to
2: do it because. I'm glad you made me. It was fucking a wreck. It was like literally, I was exaggerating there for to make it un, less funny. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. I took the true story, made it less funny. <laughs> it's an ability I have. Andy Kindler taught me. This whole <laughs> rhythm is his. He can have it back. I don't. And another. Are you okay? Well, what was that? Did you hear that? Yeah, that sounds like me. an engine starting. It did, and I think it was. Um, so uh, it was great. So it was great, and I remember this. They had they rented us a house, and it was so immaculate and set up like in the hotel they like a hotel in the kitchen they put it was coffees out and they put juices and waters and like and, and 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 bags of granola and just every snack you could imagine but obviously arranged beautifully in the kitchen they had two bikes for us to ride if we wanted them they remember it. everybody was riding bikes and suits and suits it was just, it was so romantic oh. it was so amazing it was a romantic we get to this club at night and it's just great. Uh. The energy of the staff is great and it's so fucking sexy. Yeah, there's a bar in the room, but yet the show is a big fucking deal and everybody comes in and they sit and it's low and it's dark and it's packed every show and the bartenders are so nice like you get there there's a great energy. You open for me and then I had you in the sound booth on the iPad mm-hmm. which was nice because mm-hmm. you know, it was I was able to and you know, you did great, and and they were be- they were wonderful audiences. Fun, yeah. They were wonderful audiences, and the people we met after the shows were really really nice. And then we did mushrooms with well, the flight attendant. Well, that's right.
3: We we bought them over the counter.
2: Where where did you go get them? You bought them, right? Mm-hmm. Or did the bartender there get them?
3: No, we went to the place and we got them
2: and. And we the got flight truffles. attendants from yeah from from the from, from the, the plane flight, came and it was who great. Who were so nice, yeah. And then yeah. we go, do you want to do them? And they're like, we don't have to work for three days. And They're like, gobble gobble gobble. Would uh, would you go back? I absolutely would go back. I reached out to Sefton if I think was everybody was nice there. The the person that we dealt with there was nice. The the staff of the place was nice, and oh they we had. And then we, uh, yeah, it was. It was, it was a fun. fun week and we got in 2 days early and we left two uh, we left a day late. So we really talk about even doing that back then 2 days early was so cool.
3: Yeah, I gave you sleeping pills on the way there. Mm.
2: Okay, truth. I don't want to exaggerate because it'll ruin I asked Daniel I think he gave me like five times the amount that he should. Because I promise you, I remember <laughs> he gave you Xanax. I okay, think, or me, it could have been the what's the sleeping pill that knocks you out? Um, what? It, okay, whatever it was. No, what? What? Well, let me tell them what happened first. So, I was like, you know me, I could sit next to him. I could talk a lot. There's no doubt about it. And uh, all positive, you know. Well, maybe uh, I'm complaining, but it's uh, yeah. the stuff we agree about. But it's positive. It's bits. It's just mostly bits. It's mostly bits. So he gave me one, you know, about a 45 minutes into the flight. I woke up. We were an hour and 40 minutes away. <laughs> I'm like, what? I, my eyes opened up. I'd never slept like that before. I felt great. I'm like, and then You're I turned to like, him. Hey, how far are we in the flight? Didn't sleep I go, like Daniel, how, how, how much do we have left? He goes, an hour and like 25 minutes or something. It was like something like that. I go, uh-huh. what? I think it was less. I think I'm ruining the story. I think it was 50 minutes. It was this absurd. Yeah, yeah amount of time and I go you, did you do that uh, <laughs> I think you split the difference I think you knew but I really reacted I think I probably reacted on the high end of sensitivity yeah. to it because uh-huh. it got I mean I just went out I woke up I was like wow reminds me of David Spade's joke is this what sleep is <laughs> oh my god I thought I woke up like spider monkey you know <laughs> oh, but it's so good to see you oh shit I forgot to take the cap off the drink
3: uh, this thing's running out of battery. I don't believe you. No, it's true.
2: How long have we gone? Two hours and two minutes. Listen, I just, you know, it's sometimes you just have a good conversation and you're going for the clothes.
0: You look dumb and dungarees, <laughs> and so do I.
2: Well, we'll let you, we'll, we'll ride you out of here with this. Go That's a professional talk. dress. I love that this was your wedding song. Oh Picture them in the most beautiful atmosphere with those Christmas lights over them, dressed up. This is coming out through the sound system. They had a DJ there and it's loud. Uh-huh. I'm and
0: they're dancing. Too hard to live in this town. Did
2: you guys did you guys fool around that night? What yeah, we flew around on the dance floor. Wow. Oh, old school. Change. Um no, I, I I think we both passed, and passed out. In no our oh. clothes. You did you f hey, did, did you guys feel each other up? Just
0: sit and watch TV like others do.
2: We felt each other down. Really uh, oh yeah, thank you.
0: Cut our hair so folks don't hate us. Life is nuts enough, just living here with you. Alright everybody. Let's see who can be most boring. You do the dishes (laughs) on the eyes start snoring. We'll get a mower and do some mowing. Spend all morning
1: getting it going. We'll show everyone. Alrighty, bye. It's you I like. It's not the things you wear. Not the way you do your hair. But it's you I like. It's you, I